There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News Shooting up your butthole The Weekly Planet, The Weekly Planet Welcome back everybody to another episode of The Weekly Planet Official podcast of comicbookmovie.com Where we talk movies and TV shows and comics My name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday With me as always, my co-host Nick Mason We're here! We are here! Springtime! We've got a new configuration to your man cave Regular room. You've got a desk now. Correct. And I've got a couch that I'm laying out on. I'm That's laying right, out on said yeah. couch. I feel a lot like it's a talk show. Yes. Except I'm a guest who's quite severely depressed, and you're some sort of conservative pundit because that's how it looks. It is how it like looks. A, like yeah. some sort of radio host. And we're doing our show to a blank wall. That's true. Yeah. And there's a toilet also. Oh, and a toilet, which you didn't notice. But we actually talked about this on the show a few weeks ago. You said that extra room. That extra room, yes. That you built. <laughs> that's that, I, that I built, yeah. yes. <laughs> Straight into the news? Yes. No, I'm sure you got this tweet. Literally uh, hundreds of times. <laughs> yes, here we go. Let's get it out of the way right up top and see how long it takes for the tweets to abate. Yeah. Uh, ABC are producing a pilot yeah. for Marvel's damage control. Yeah, we do we, appreciate people tweeting. Oh, that, absolutely. It's yeah, great, well, it's, yeah. yeah. No, well, see, awesome. otherwise... I, I literally would not have known otherwise, mm. but now I know hundreds of times over. So thank you for the tweets. Uh, so for anybody who doesn't know, uh, mm. we've talked about it in the past on this show. Yeah. Uh, Marvel Comics have an organization called Damage Control. They're mm. a company that essentially rebuilds New York City every time Correct. the Avengers foes blow it up. Mm-hmm. And they're sort of just blue-collar Joes that are sick to death of these superheroes. <laughs> And uh, ABC are producing a pilot. A half-hour sitcom. Sitcom pilot. Single camera. It's Marvel's straight-up first comedy, I guess. I, yeah. Yeah. Yep, you're yeah, right. Good, <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, what, do you, are you happy about this? Yes. See, are they I'm, 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 a bit, maybe. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit reluctant because... It's coming from ABC. Actually, I've written down some ABC comedies from from the past and Agents that are running at the moment. <laughs> yes, Agents of Shield. So we've got okay. Go ahead, ruin my good go, ruin my good day. The ruin go- my beautiful spring day right <laughs> the here. The Goldbergs. I'll give give me a reason to bloody be on this couch of misery. <laughs> the Goldbergs. Goldbergs is pretty good. I don't yeah. know that. One. No, it's good. Blackish. Never heard of it. Don't know that one. Ugly Betty. Oh yeah, that was a long. Is that time a comedy? Ago. I thought it was a drama. It's a dramedy. Yeah, it was from the like Ali McBeal. Oh okay. Of, you know. I saw like a two minutes of that, and I'm like, not was, ugly. Was there enough. a dance? Was there a dance? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> America Ferrara is is quite attractive. She just got braces, which is very. She's Hollywood attractive. Yeah, yeah I guess so. Yeah, that's Did it. Did she eventually like lose the braces and become 
generally attractive. You know, yeah. I just said I've seen two minutes of it. Yeah, but <laughs> I, figured, I figured maybe it was the last two no, minutes. I don't know. Like I it was the final it. two minute montage <laughs> where they're like, oh, finally, she's just become Betty. Coming this fall to ABC, and then it got one episode and it got cancelled. Did they call her Ugly Betty in that show? I don't know. Interesting. They didn't mention that in the two minutes you watched it? <laughs> no, they didn't. We, we call sure. her Ugly Betty in this office, <laughs> just so you know. And and I remember I remember seeing you saw so like interviews and ads where they'd be like, oh, this is so brave. What a brave step towards, you know, making like progress. She's got braces on. That's it. That's <laughs> yeah, exactly. all they had. And maybe slightly frizzy hair? Or just regular good hair. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, the middle? I've received eight more tweets about damage control Just as we've been in the talking. time that it's taken us to talk about damage control. <laughs> the middle? That's the show. Not I, Malcolm in the middle. No, that's Just the show the I know as. It, it should be called Too Many Daughters. But it's got Tim Allen, and I think he's got Too Many Daughters. Huh. Or something, you know, you know that one? Is that the tagline? It should be if it's not. We think he's got is too this, many daughters. Is this we, the right amount? We don't want to judge. How many daughters does he have? Couldn't tell you. Well, like three, surely. I guess. One's in the middle. Yeah, I guess so. Is it's, it just Malcolm in the middle, middle? girls? I don't know. Well, it's, it's again, it's a single camera. Right. You know, like you walk in from stage left and be like, who ate all the cereal? Or biscotti? Sure, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's one of those shows. Huh. Um, and The Muppets, which has actually just started. Right. Which I've heard is quite good, but I haven't... Uh, Seen it's it. hard to dis- to say, like without good. yeah, without <laughs> without watching it because yeah. there's so much nostalgia there. Mm. Like it's a kind of mix of people who are like, I love everything the Muppets. It's going to be good no matter yeah. what. And there's one edge who's like, no, it's not as good as the Muppets <laughs> from the seventies. Remember when they had a Tonight Show and nothing worked? Mark Hamill was on it. People always being killed by sandbags <laughs> or whatever happened. Like, I can't remember. And then some people in the middle. See, I have no nostalgia for the Muppets. Like, I like them, but I, I didn't really get into them as a kid. I have, like, more memories of the Muppet Babies. <laughs> that yeah, was more enough. my era than the actual The Muppets, Muppets were a metaphor for humanity. Oh. Because they kept trying, even though they were no good at anything. <laughs> That's true. Everyone was no good at it. Kerm was no good at running a show. <laughs> Fozzie was no good at being a comedian. The, he was the comedian. Was, the one who was drumming was really good at drumming. Animal. Yeah. He was pretty good at drumming. Well, isn't that Weezer film clip? Yeah. That's a good film clip, man. Gonzo was actually based off Klinger from M.A.S.H., that makes a lot of sense. And um, Hulahan and Miss Piggy's based off Hulahan. Huh. For those all for all those all those Mash fans out there, sure, yeah, <laughs> I love Mash. It's a great show. So Mupp- the Muppets is the funny animal universe, the funny animal parallel universe of Mash. I guess it is. So do you think they all have parallel? Who's Kermit? Is Kermit Hawkeye? No, he's no. He's not. He's not witty enough. No, he's not witty enough, and he's not depressed enough. <laughs> so you need to yeah. have that kind of balance. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And there was no. There's no like surgical scenes with Kermit, and there's no laugh track. <laughs> no, that's right. That yeah. was the rule. God, that's an amazing show. Mash. That is. Still holds up. Does it? I don't know. <laughs> Good. Let's leave it there. Yeah, but look, ABC are no stranger to superhero shows, uh-huh. so I can lift some off here. Agents of Shield, which we obviously talked about. Uh-huh. We don't watch that anymore. Mm-hmm. A lot of people said it's it's. it's people good. Said, a lot of people yeah. said second season is back. It's third with season Avengers. now. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever season it is, it's. Back. I stopped paying attention <laughs> one season ago. Yeah, Agent Carter, which I like a lot. That's great. I'm yeah. Looking forward to um, the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. <laughs> Which I hate. I know it's not a superhero show. And it technically, stopped, it was like it was educational. Years ago, yeah, it was at and least. I'll just this, this is not my list, man. Okay, if you want another one, twenty uh, twenty years ago, Lois and Clark. They did oh, Lois yeah. and Clark. Yeah, great. You know what? Once you get back to look, the creative teams are slightly different. I'm I, sure all the executives have turned over at this point. I'm dozens just of saying, times. there's precedent. Sure, and probably the most well-known show. Uh, from from eighty one to eighty three, the greatest American hero. Oh yeah, so, there you go. Okay, there's precedent all the way back to the eighties. I remember flicking that on when I was a kid, 
I'm sure I think it aired here maybe in the nineties. <laughs> and it's just like a man like tumbling yeah, just in front through of the, the green yeah, screen. Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. all I remember about uh-huh, that show. Yeah. I think most people remember it best as George Costanza's yes. uh, answering machine. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, message. That, that show is well worth it just just for that particular yeah. Seinfeld joke. Just watch the entire seasons, like the whole lot of Greatest American Hero. Yeah, yeah. And then be then watch that episode of Seinfeld again and be like, oh, Brilliant. I get it now. Very Amazing. good. Very good. Yeah. My point is. This could not, go either way. Yeah, absolutely it could. Yeah. And I, I'm not a really. I feel like, why are they still making single camera sitcoms? Like, are any of no, them... No, you're thinking of multi-camera sitcoms. What's a single camera sitcom? Single camera sitcom is like The Office. Oh, okay, then great. Like around. that. Yep, yeah, awesome. Multi-cam is when they've got three cams. Yep. Or however many. Okay. And then people walk on a stage and they're like, woo! I don't, lo- I don't watch a lot of yeah. sitcoms, do I? Sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. Horsing around, multi-camera sitcoms. Yeah, yeah, okay. Mm. Cool. From Bojack. Yeah, it's about Bojack. Yeah, okay, right. Yeah, yeah. about that. You know what? I, I don't like the interview side of it. Because I feel like, say for Modern Family, they do Modern Family as well, I think. Yeah, they? I think so. Which I, I don't, I don't one of love. The, one, of the, one of the alphabet networks. <laughs> one of the alphabet. Of, CBS or ABC, one it's of one, of one of those. One of those ones. Or NBC, I don't know. Yeah, I, I just feel like... MTV. Yeah. Don't, they don't play music videos anymore. Oh, yeah, so, so, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> do they play music videos anymore? No. Nah. But yeah, like, it's like, for, you know, Modern Family, they're always cutting to, like, interviews. Like, yep. wh- what, what is this show? Is it a documentary? It's been going for years. Like, wh- what is it? Yeah, I think Modern Family, they just sort of aped yeah. The Office in that sense. Because The Office, the American Office ended up addressing it, and it ended up going to air in The American Office. That's right, yeah. And yeah, that's yeah. the same with the, the... That's how the British one ended as well. Oh, it was in between seasons two and three. Yeah, but I don't think it's ever been addressed in Modern Family. Yeah. Who's it to? What's it for? I don't Good understand. question. Maybe all will be revealed. <laughs> yeah, look, cautiously optimistic. But also, remember we talked about a few weeks ago, NBC are doing a, um, a similar thing set in the DC universe about an insurance company. Right, yeah. So we're getting two of these. That's so odd. <laughs> yeah. There's not enough room for two. One of them's going to go it, by the, the They wayside. should have done... If if DC were going to do a comedy, yeah. they should have done the DEO, which is the Department of Extra Normal Operations, which okay. is like kind of like their shield. I think it would have been... Sounds like, like you need a pretty big budget or a budget. Well, see, that's <laughs> the thing. Like, I think even even Damage Control is going to need a bigger budget than they're going to yeah, get absolutely. it. Like yeah, absolutely. Like, the first issue of Damage Control from, like, the 90s, mm. there's, like, a... a, like a uh, 500 foot, foot tall robot yeah. that's just that has collapsed or more than that like a multi, like a thousand foot it's it's the height of the world trade center yeah, yeah. and it's just collapsed on the city okay. and they have to find a way to sort of get it off the city right and that can't be cheap surely no, no, no. I, I i a lot of perspective shots i don't yeah. i don't know yeah i think i think spoiler alert they uh, transform it into a vw bug and just drive it off how Technology, size changing technology, Didn't man. I didn't think of that. And matter changing technology. Yeah, matter changing, <laughs> yeah. Two technologies. Yeah, the mad thinker built it. He's just oh, shrinking, shrinking down. Yeah, look, I think there's probably only room for one of these to work. And look, NBC have a better track record, for me personally, for comedy. Lost. Yes, that's a great... Was that also ABC? I don't know. Couldn't tell you. Mm-hmm. I know it ended in a church. Yeah, it did. They all went to heaven or something. Yeah, or they were in heaven. The whole time, who knows? It's not important. Yeah. Next news story. I'm ready. Stop tweeting us. That's <laughs> no, good. Uh, Thor Ragnarok. Looks like oh. it may have found its director. And it is Taika Waititi. Yes, the guy who uh, directed episodes of Flight of the Concords and What We Do in the Shadows. Which is super great. I've heard it's amazing. i got to say Very it. good, which yeah, is yeah. a uh, sort of a, a documentary about vampires that live in New Zealand. 
Sure. It's pretty great. Yeah, yeah. And I love everyone associated. I said documentary. Shows. It's a mockumentary. It's not real. Oh, it's not real. It's not oh, real. okay. Yeah, which there takes a lot of the shine off it, obviously. <laughs> Absolutely. But, yeah. No, I've heard nothing but good things about that. Mm. So uh, it's this th- same, seems to me like it's it's like your James Gunn kind of um kind of move. Like get this kind of left of center directed with a kind of a vision or a unique yeah. style. Uh-huh. Does that mean we get the do you reckon that they're going to lean towards more comedy with Thor? Do you reckon that's the way they're going to play it? Because I feel like the fish out of water stuff with Thor works when he's on Earth. Yes. But if this is all set in I don't Asgard. think they can do funny for Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah that's it. It's the, the, end, the end of the of, universe. Yeah, I don't think they can. Whatever. No, I think... I, I don't know. I think, it's, I think it's easier for people who have a background in comedy yeah. to do drama than it is the vice versa. I would absolutely agree with so that. So I, yeah. I think they're going to go serious, but I think they're like, well, we need some light beats in this. Yes. We need somebody who's going to find a place to put them. Yes, yes. Yeah. But I th- and also, we were talking the other day about how... They're one of Marvel's financial backers. He's not like, who is it? Who is it? Oh, Who's um, no longer? Ike Perlmutter. Yeah, Kevin Feige's more independent now yeah, yeah. in decision making. Mm. So fingers crossed, we'll have and which which I think has resulted in them getting sort of youngish directors or like yep. you know directors who don't have a huge amount of power in Hollywood mm. and then saying do exactly what we want, follow exactly the Marvel formula. Yeah. And then it's come out kind of average. Yep, yep. Ant Man as yeah, an example. Sure. Which so, again, a lot of people loved. Yeah, I know. But we, it's but we a, were like, yeah, it's, it's look again. Good. Look, I I did like it. Yeah. I was a bit harsh on it when we reviewed it, but then having seen some terrible <laughs> movies since, yeah. some real piles of garbage, as I mentioned, <laughs> I realised I came out very harshly. It yeah. is a good fun film. It is. It absolutely is. Yeah. But yeah, but I, I agree with you. It's not like that was incredible. Like yeah. I didn't find. I was like, that's pretty good. It wasn't like this is wildly out of the box. Yeah. So fingers crossed now. Feige's got a bit of, bit more breathing room. Yep. He can be like, okay, this is a new guy. He's got to follow a formula of some sort. But yep. if he wants to add some personal touches, absolutely, go ahead. And I think that's why Guardians worked because everyone involved is just like, I guess just do whatever you think because nobody cares about this. Right, yeah. <laughs> like you can just go and take it in whatever direction. Mm. And that's why that's a more interesting movie than a different movie. Correct. A bad movie. That <laughs> yeah, that's seen. right. Hey, did you see this news? Maybe. This probably came out weeks ago, but I only saw it now. Sure. Uh, the rumor is that the new Bond might be Damien Lewis. Who's he? From Homeland. He's this guy. You've seen him. Oh, yeah. He's in stuff. How old's that guy? No, the, the redhead guy. He was in Band of Brothers. Yeah, exactly. I would say that that is probably not true. I think Fine. he's too old. In his face. Hang on, I'm look <laughs> him up. In your face, Damien Lewis. see how old he is. Okay, let's look it up. I've got, now that I've got this desk, I've just got my laptop in front of me. It's amazing. Oh. It's like the bloody You don't have future, to keep mate. juggling stuff. No, I really don't. Uh, 44. Yeah, look, he could definitely do it. You, you thought people would flip out with a blonde bond. How do you think they're going to react to a Ginger bond? bond? Yeah. Well, in Australia, they will, there will be torches and pitchforks. Yeah. Because Australia is home for an inexplicable hatred of ginger people. I have noticed that, it's, yeah. It's people from outside Australia come yep. here. And if they're unfortunate enough to have been born with... Ginger hair. Ginger hair. Yeah. They like I get a lot of I get a lot of derision here for no reason. I feel I'm like fine overseas, but here. I feel like that after all our ancestors wiped out most of the indigenous population, they kind of shifted gear and they're like, Well, we need somebody to tug. Oh, sure, yeah. I think that's yeah. how it works. Uh-huh. If you if you Google image search rumor James Bond, it's just Idris Elba yeah, pictures. Of course, yeah, yeah. Who would you prefer out of those two? Yeah, Idris. Yeah. Give it, a, give it a bit of a twist. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. All right. I don't think it'll be either of those guys. Okay. Well, Craig's got another one more in the, in, in the he's got to do, so yeah. he's contracted. <laughs> you were conflicted over what you what word to use there. He's got I one was. more in the, in the I was bank. I say can. In the bag. tank, in the can. Yeah. <laughs> Up his butt. Yeah, he's got one more in his butt. <laughs> do you know, I only found 
found out this news this week that they were making this movie because it clashes with a different movie. You know Taron Egerton? No. He is from Kingsman. He's a kid from Kingsman. Oh, yeah. Who I like quite a bit. They're going to do one, another one in 2016, right? Yes. Kingsman 2. But Kingsman 2 clashes with another movie he's signed up for called Robin Hood Origins. <laughs> we did Robin Hood Origins. It was called Robin Hood and Russell Crowe was in it. Yes. Or something. And I think I'm fairly certain that all Robin Hood movies are Robin Hood Origins. Yeah. Because they're all with him starting being... Except for the one with Sean Connery where he's like an old Robin Hood. The story of Robin Hood is the... Like the original (laughs) story is the origin. He gets bloody kicked out of the whatevers and he meets Friar Tuck. Yeah. They fight on a stream or something. Christian Slade is there in some versions. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Which is your favourite version? It's all for love. It certainly is. You're thinking of... I'm thinking of Three Musketeers. You are, yes. Which is also a great movie. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Which is your favourite version of Robin Hood, the movie? That Russell Crowe one is garbage. It goes. I'm not, I still haven't seen it. So it goes forever. And I remember watching it, being like, "It's like two hours in, and I know there's a final battle because I've seen the trailer." Uh-huh. Oh my god! Because I always movie. think of Robin Hood as quite thin and rangy. Sure, it's because he can leap about in the trees. He could, yeah. Russell Crowe, none of that. No, he's like a. He is a tree. He's a bloody <laughs> he tree trunk. Really is. Yeah. I like Russell Crowe a lot. He seems like a. A bit of a big dickhead, but I do do like him. I like him as an actor. You know what's good? The Disney version, the one with the fox. That's a good, like, children's kind of retelling of it. Everyone's an animal. Do you think Robin Hood... Everyone's an animal. Yeah, I get it. Do you think Robin Hood Men in Tights is still still good? I couldn't tell you. Look, in my mind, sure. Yeah, sure. But I... I, I, Never go back. Never go back. That's right. But um, also, I, I, I like the Prince of Thieves version. I know it's terrible, but it's kind of great. No, because that was in the Kevin Costner good years. It was. Field of Dreams. Yep. Uh, Dances with Wolves, which isn't very good, it turns out, in hindsight. Okay, sure. <laughs> um, he did that one, the one with Sean Connery, where they're like, you get a gun, you bring a different gun. Oh, and The Untouchables, sure. No, that's, <laughs> that's great. The line, yeah, isn't it? That's solid, yeah. Uh, yeah, so all, all those ones. I keep thinking of, when I think of The Untouchables... Yeah, Robert De Niro in like weird face makeup, going Tracy, Tracy, tra-, but I'm thinking of the movie Dick, <laughs> you are Tracy. Of Dick Tracy. I, I combine the two in my mind. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, Robin Hood and, and Dance with Wolves was just before he fell off the wagon with Waterworld. Oh yeah, everything went pear shaped. Then he made The Postman, which was Waterworld, except he was a postman. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know what happened after that. Mr. Brooks was pretty good, I guess. It was pretty good, yeah. Yeah, yeah I was going to say that um, Kevin Costner. When you see his butt in the movie Robin Hood, it's a stunt double, stunt butt, stunt butt. <laughs> Wow, Weekly Planet exclusive. Also, the first line in the Kevin Costner Robin Hood movie is, this is English courage. And he says it, but he says it in an American accent. Amazing. (laughs) That's the first line of that movie or that he says. Anyway, Taron Egerton is tied to both of these franchises. Who is he again? I've lost my place. (laughs) Kingsman Kid. Oh, yeah. Okay, right. All right. (laughs) He's going to play... Think of a better name, kid. (laughs) Yeah. It's not too late to change it. (laughs) He's going to play either Robin Hood or come back as Eggsy. Or, or do a variation of both. Yeah. Which of those would you want to? Do you want to see? Yeah, Eggsy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Good on you. Oh, that was <laughs> a, that was a really roundabout way of <laughs> getting to that conclusion. Mm. The Terminator series. Why would you choose Robin Hood? I, I'm Why sure, would you? I'm sure he signed up. Like, it, it's, you know what? It's a known. Look, it's a known property. Taron Egerton or whatever your name is. <laughs> Finally a chance. Look, we've never had a good one, really, ultimately. We've never had a good Rob. But here's your chance. Do you think you're better than every other actor? 
to do Robin Hood. Yeah, now's your chance. Now's your bloody chance. And once you've once you've done that, and you become a massive. Once you've made two hundred million for that, we're going to give you the Phantom. <laughs> we're going to give you the Shadow. Give you give you all. You're going to turn them all around. We're going to give you Phantom twenty ninety nine. Which is, is that? Is that what Phantom twenty forty? Twenty forty. Get your bloody dates I right, know. Mate. I'm an idiot. Yeah, the Terminator series. Oh yeah, there was talk it. that it was going to because it did really well in China. Mm-hmm. The latest one, but it tanked everywhere else. So they're like, "Oh, this franchise isn't, isn't dead," but it turns out that it is on indefinite halt now. Oh. So, but we'll but, never find out what that last scene meant in Terminator Genesis. What's the last scene? Well, you left before the end of the credits, but <laughs> oh, yeah, at dude. the end, spoiler alert! For oh, the, Matt 30, Smith. Thirty seconds worth of spoilers. Uh, the Skynet, who is Matt Smith, yep. appears in a room. You think he's dead, but he appears in a room, and then there's like a big ball of red light. And my assumption is that the big ball of red light is previous timeline Skynet okay. and his new Skynet and the two Skynets are going to team up. Okay. Which is a great because I don't care about the Terminator <laughs> timeline anymore. I don't care. Do whatever you want. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm all in. So what do you, apparently the rights to Terminator go back to James Cameron in a couple of years, regardless of what happens. Yeah. And people are like, he's going to save the series. He's not going to touch it. He's, no. he's going to keep making his... Monkey Planet movie or whatever, all yeah. those ones. He's going to force them on us and then he'll die. Like, that's what will happen. And yeah, so, I mean, there's no... He doesn't have time. You're right. Mm. There's... I mean, and remember, he, he heavily endorsed the last one. Do you remember? Yeah, he did. He talked he? about it. He was like, yeah. it's like nothing I've ever seen. He's like, finally, a good one that carries on my legacy. <laughs> Which means that if even if he does make another one, yeah. it's going to be on par with Terminator Genesis. Exactly. So it's going to be bad. You know what? But still amazing, because <laughs> old Skynet and new Skynet are going to team up. You know what is... You know what the problem with Terminator Genesis is? I can't even picture it in my mind, for one. Like, I'm trying oh. to think of what it actually looks like. It's like, not the Arnie versus Arnie like. fight, because that that's, I'd say, legitimately amazing. Agreed. Thing. I yeah. think the first 30 minutes are pretty good. Yep. I think... But they keep trying to remake Terminator 2. Yeah. Every Terminator... I guess Salvation, not as much. But it's all just like, Terminator 2 is pretty good. Let's do Terminator 2 again. It's just... Just make a different Terminator movie. This movie, the Terminator movie... Oh, it's all so easy, isn't it? Just make a different Terminator movie. Just, hey, Hollywood executives, remember that movie that people consider one of the greatest action movies of all time and made heaps of money and everyone thinks it's great? We're going to make a completely different one. How's that sound financially? That's a financial win, hey? That's what Alien, Aliens, the Terminator, Terminator 2, Predator and Predators. Doesn't work anymore. Predators fluke. Predators is not a fluke. No, but I mean, it's... No, it's it's not a fluke that it was good. Yeah. It's a fluke that it got made. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're And right. I'm sure they sold it as, hey, remember the first Predator? It's exactly the same. Well, it is pretty except much. We've got, except, we've got, except we've got English muscle man Adrian Brody. <laughs> he was really hell. good in he that. He was good in yeah. that. You're right, yeah. But, I mean, they would have sold that as this is the Terminator, this is Predator again. Yeah. But you can't, it's not, you can't do it again. Can't do a different one. Yeah. It's not going to work. I guess you're right. I think they should make... This is a radical departure from Terminator 2, you could say. <laughs> yes. And then watch as they bloody show you the door. <laughs> but I think they should have made... Because the first part of that movie was in the future was quite good. They should have made it leading up to them sending a Terminator through time. Yeah. Show that. Show like the days before leading up. Mm. And nothing else. Okay. And then we can just watch Terminator 2. Because <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> Says that good. at the end. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Now you can watch, watch Terminator, Terminator 2. 2. And one, I guess. There's one under you. There's a copy of the DVD under your seat. Everybody's like, hooray! And it says, don't tell anybody else. Don't tell anyone. So everybody's leaving the cinema like, hooray, best day ever. <laughs> so uh, George R. R. Martin says, though this hasn't been confirmed by HBO, 
that there's going to be a Game of Thrones movie. I'm presuming this is like the end of the series. Yeah, okay. He's not going to be involved in it because he's still got two more books to write. And also he hates it when people ask him, do you think you're going to finish your books before you die? Yeah, that's a... He, he gets that a lot. Yeah. Is that a nice thing to ask somebody? Well, see, Robert Jordan... Yeah, wrote yeah. the Wheel of Time. Oh, so you think that's why he died? Okay, yeah. like he he did a like a, I don't know how many ten or eleven or something books. Yeah, and that that series didn't end. No, is it still not ending? Or does someone else pick up the? I think somebody else has keep that up. wheel spin, spinning, as exactly. it were. There you go. Yeah, thank you. Spin that wheel. So, it's on the Ninja Turtle soundtrack. It was on the Ninja Turtle soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, apparently it's going to exten- uh, include extensive flashbacks, so you could see like characters that are dead like reappear, which okay. presumably just means Sean B. <laughs> Yeah, like, I think that's what that means. Yeah, uh, what do you think? All right, great. Yeah, I like your enthusiasm. What are you uh, see? Well, that's the thing because we don't know how the series is going to end. No. Do, do you think that'll influence his writing? Because if you've got oh, two, okay. if you've got two hours mm. to wrap up a multi-season TV series, yeah, you want it to be you want it to be massive and like sure, you want there to be dragons. Two dragons, walk, two maybe dragons, three dragons, at least two dragons, and you want also you want you want. You White want the, walkers. You want the whole unit. You want the whole world in peril, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. You want it to be huge in scale. Yeah, absolutely. Do you think he's going to be like, well, I've got this <laughs> character study that's about the horrors of war. I've been writing that. No, I but think maybe this is... just dragons and explosions <laughs> in the last book. <laughs> no, I think that's what it, what it is building towards. Yeah, because it's building towards a, a war of you know all Epic the different parties coming yeah, okay. together, depending yeah. who's left alive. Right, and do you think that's going to be? In the movie, or do you think? I think I think they'll it, touch on it in the series, and it will f- cap off in the movie. That's, I think that's very odd. Yeah, it's never been done. Yeah, because you'd think, except for the X Files, sort of. Not really. Ugh. That's still going. That's coming back. It there was a trailer back. this week. Yeah, looked the same. Pretty much. Yeah. Somebody pointed out for that trailer that there's a there's a moment in that trailer where Mulder comes into his old office. Oh, yeah, and he stands on the "I Want to Believe" poster. Yeah, but somebody, a, a friend of mine who's a big X Files fan, pointed out that didn't that at, burn down? No, but at the end of the season, uh, when Mulder's out of the office, mm. Doggett, yeah, Robert Patrick rolls up that poster and takes it with him. Oh, like, really? Boxes it up. So ah, somebody's come back in and put it on the floor. put it on the floor. Yeah, I thought he's a bit disrespectful. Yeah, it is in a way. Mm. Maybe he had two. I thought it was disrespectful how he just kicked it and tore it. I was like, dude. Yeah. We all like that poster. Yeah. We've all got one of those in our dorm rooms. <laughs> next to our Scarface poster. That's it. You know, I've never seen Scarface. Huh. It's probably outrageous, right? I don't know. I, I Wait for like, the tweets, man. I feel like I've seen a lot of the, like references to it. So like, I yeah, look, it. I think Scarface, again, is one of those movies like Top Gun yeah. where you don't necessarily have to see it. No. But from all the parodies and the pop culture references, you could explain the plot. Exactly. Yeah, so it's fine. There you go. Yeah. Good. Oh my God, I couldn't believe you had a Scarface. So the, Pacino. I know. Who uh, are? <laughs> there was, there's, uh, the Batman v Superman movie has been rated. Oh, yes. It's getting a PG-13. But here's the interesting thing. Surprise, everyone. Yeah, I know, right? Intense sequences of violence and action throughout, plus some sensuality. Oh, oh my. <laughs> wow. Any of that? Uh, what do you I, think sensuality is? I think it'll is? be... It's Wonder Woman. No, it'll be a scene where Lex Luthor tries on a whole bunch of different wigs. <laughs> There's a montage, soft focus Vaseline on the lens. Yep. Great. I wonder if they're going to go with the, the Batman-Wonder Woman relationship. Because I heard there's not going to be a love triangle between Lois Lane, Superman, and Wonder Woman. Yeah, didn't one of the trailers establish that 
Wonder Woman and Batman have they, had a relationship they seeming, in the past. Or seemingly know each other. They right, seem, right, right. There's some sensuality there. Yeah, exactly. So, boy, is there. Yeah. 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 So Just them trying on different wigs. That's it, mate. So that's great. I mean, yeah. I'm not of course it's PG-13. That's great. Whatever. Mm. Watchmen, right? Oh, yeah. We had that movie a few years ago. I've heard ago. about it, yeah. Zack Snyder apparently has been talking to HBO about a Watchmen TV series. Yeah, I saw that. So it's not clear whether it's a prequel or a retelling or a sequel or whatever. What do, what do you think? The famously unfilmable Watchmen. <laughs> yes. They gave it a bash. I quite like the results. Me too. Yeah, it's good. Mm. I don't know if it's going to... What if it's before Watchmen? I hope not. Yeah, I feel too. like... I'd be more excited for this if I hadn't seen Watchmen the movie and be like, that was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> like you did... You, I mean, you took out the squid, but I understand why you yeah. did it. Would you reckon they're going to put the squid yeah, back in? Yeah, I reckon in? they're going to put the squid back Because there's no way... Like, the the only way they can pitch this, I think, yeah. is to be like, this is going to be more authentic. Oh, okay. So More squid, squids. Squids back in. Yeah. yeah. Squids back in, hashtag. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> squids back yeah, in. That's this week's hashtag. Does <laughs> squids back in. <laughs> So I think, I think that they, I think they will do some before Watchmen stuff. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not necessarily going to start there, but I think if they're doing a series, they could just jump all over the place. Mm. Who is this with? Do we know HBO? Okay. Game of Thrones. That, well, that was the dream before the That's movie. The People dream, were like, man. you know what would work? A HBO season series. Yeah. Love the watch. But that was before they did like anything genre. And before like you had the, you'd put the money into it. Yeah, yeah. But now, like, you could make you could make the Watchmen. The only real challenge, I guess, would be the blue guy. Like, that's a hard special effect to pull off on television, yeah. I'd imagine. But it is possible. I mean, Agents of Shield do whatever they, they do. do blue guys all the time, <laughs> yeah, probably. probably. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Mm. Yeah, are you excited? I guess. I don't know. I would again. I would be more excited if I hadn't seen it. Yeah, like, I think Watchmen two thousand and nine. Yeah, best we could do. Yep. All right. This, I, I think the only way... Because I think they did the best job they could at compacting all 12 issues of Watchmen into two hours. Agreed. Like, you're pretty much... It's missing the the pirate stuff. Which they put back in, yeah. in the extended cut. In the extended yeah. cut, and it's... It's missing some, like, Hollis Mason... Is that original Owl Man? Yeah. Is that right? Like, there's a bit more of Light that. Owl, you'll get emails. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying that was his... <laughs> that's his actual yes, no, name. you got that correct. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. So all that bizzo, I guess, but... Yeah. I don't know. You could you could potentially set this in two eras, you know what I mean? Like yeah, true. So or multiple eras. It, it expands yeah. like from like the thirties to the eighties. Yeah, maybe around there. I don't mm-hmm. know. Whatever, man. Great. Do it or don't. It's fine. <laughs> Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just sixty bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. We saw a movie this week, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we did. What movie did we see? Speaking of Sean Bean. Yeah. Yeah. We saw The Martian. More like Sean has been. He's, right. <laughs> he's doing a lot of good work. He is. He's great. Yeah, he is. Silent Hill movies. Probably... Yeah. No, he did both. I was going to say probably the sequel he did. Yeah, he did both. Kit yeah. Harrington's in that one as well huh. from GOT. Yeah. The movie, yeah. potentially. Spoiler Ooh. alert? I don't know. We'll find anyway, out. Anyway, we saw Ridley Scott. <laughs> yeah. He's back. Yeah, I want to talk about that. Maybe more in spoilers. Whether okay, or not cool. he is actually... I think you can't do one good one after doing 10 shit ones in a row and say it's back. Let's yeah. see how he does on Prometheus. He's fluked it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Look, I, I don't... Anyway, we'll talk about that in a minute. Okay, cool. So, as always, we'll go non-spoilers. Yep. Um, for See the, how long we can stand, yep, not uh, spoiling things. And then we'll just say things that we saw in the movie. And go, ah. <laughs> that was pretty good. Pretty good. That was a good bit. Yeah. What's the story for The Martian? What do you think the story was? Oh, here we go. <laughs> here we bloody go. So, it's it's a vaguely defined near future. 2035, I believe. Then It's never said, but I think that's the book. Is, you just uh, got the gist of it. Yeah. You extrapolated based on... The technology in the movie. Based on the position of the sun and, yep. and all that as well. You saw the, their iPhones I and you're did. like, well, probably. We didn't really see much future technology in that future. Not as much, no. Like, they just seem to have regular smartphones. I guess you would, though. I mean, how much do you change the smartphone? A lot. Google Glass? No, nah, that's done. Yeah. Nobody, yeah nobody's using that nobody's anymore. That's done. That. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Also, we, we saw that episode of Black Mirror. Nobody wants to use them anymore. <laughs> that's true. Because you'll find out things about your wife you don't want to know, it yeah. turns out. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the, the oh, year so- is. Let's say 2035. Let's say it's 2016. Anyway. <laughs> and and NASA have sent... NASA have somehow gotten their budget back. Yep. And they are, they've sent a manned mission to Mars, Ares 3. Mm-hmm. It's the third one, presumably. So people have no interest. In the same way that like no one had an interest in Apollo 13. Because they're yeah. like, yeah, they're going to the moon. Who mm-hmm. cares? We did that. Yeah. And no one cares because there's nothing there, uh-huh. it turns out. Anyway, so they're there collecting their soil samples and their whatnots. Yep. And, but then there's a there's a huge Martian storm coming, mm-hmm. much more dangerous than they anticipated. Yes. So they all head for the ship. Yep. They all head for the bloody the exit vehicle. The one that goes up, straight up. Straight up into the space. Yep. But then um, our main guy, Mark Watley. Watney. 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 He's bloody hit by a, a bloody... Big piece of debris. Right in his big head. Right in his, his big head. His, his biomonitors switch off. Everybody thinks he's dead. Yep. So they're like, ah, oh, we're going to go. We'll be killed by the storm. So they get in the ship and they fly off. Yep. And they get back onto their, like, their, they get it back. What's it called? Hermes? Hermes something. Yep. Let's say three. Sure. <laughs> I think it is Hermes three. 
And they're like, well, we've got to head home. He's yeah, dead. Yeah. He's done. No, 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 not for this. Yeah. We don't miss him. But then it turns out he's bloody not dead. He's not he's dead. He's trapped on Mars. He's trapped on Mars. Yeah. For many souls. So many souls. <laughs> it's never quite explained how long a soul is. I think it's... I can't remember. I remember... I, remember, I did know it, but I can't find uh-huh. information in my brain. Sure. I could use this computer to look it up, but... Oh, it seems like a lot of work. have to turn. Anyway, he's got a bloody... Science his way out of the whole situation. Yeah, yeah. As charmingly as possible. Ooh, there's a Wikipedia page on timekeeping on Mars. Excellent. I'm going to read it in its entirety. I'm not. <laughs> I'll jump in when you're in the middle of a thought. I'll Absolutely. Just jump right in. So as far as casting goes, that's a, that's a genius move. Well, not a genius move. It's a smart move, casting Matt Damon in yes. that role. He's yeah. just incredibly likable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think they banked on the fact that if Matt Damon really was trapped on Mars, people would be like, yeah, we get him back. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to spend all the money we have. <laughs> How's he going to do another Oceans movie? That's right. Oh, jeez. Uh, so, no, he, I, he, for a guy who mostly spends time alone, I think they did a five-week shoot of just him uh-huh. before he did the stuff with the other crew. Yeah, he, he really carries it, obviously. Yeah, totally. And in a lot of movies, I don't like it when people talk to themselves. Uh-huh. But they're kind of justified in this because he's doing video diaries the whole time. Sure, yeah. And he would just kind of mutter stuff to himself every now and then. Yeah, he's presuming he's going to be dead yeah. before anybody comes back. Yeah, well, he's, you know, he's, he's 50-50. He thinks yeah. he's going to die. He doesn't want to die. He doesn't want to, who does? <laughs> yeah. But he's like, okay, I'm going to leave some video journals. I think that works. Yeah, yeah definitely. It's fun, yeah. I agree with that. Like, he assumes he's talking to his friends at NASA. I yes. So he can be a bit kind of... Kind of like, woohoo! Exactly. Well, I guess he knows that eventually they will come back to that spot and they'll find those tapes. Mm. Like, even if, you know, even if they don't figure out that he's still, he's still yeah. buddy fanging about on that vehicle. Yeah. Just doing doughies, mate. Mm. Good stuff. A soul is 24 hours, 39 minutes, and 35.244 seconds. That's so many. He was so many souls there, They could just say he? days. It's bloody close enough. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Pretty good. Um, what, do you th- what do you think of the rest of the cast, though? Look, we can talk, talk about his crew, because he's got his, his shuttle crew. They were great, I think, and we didn't have... They were all... He, here's the thing. It's a tough balance mm. to find people who are individuals, but they're not caricatures. Yes. There was no wacky... You know, yeah, know I'm talking about? like a stereotype. No of wacky any stereotypes. Sense. Yeah. There was also not like the guy who was like, "I refuse to go back because I'm selfish." Like, yeah, exactly. There wasn't, yeah, there wasn't. There's none of that. Yeah, like that. you, you know that if they're going to send a team of scientists and astronauts yeah. through space for you know years, mm. you got to find people who are going to get along <laughs> and who, right, who yeah. are willing to act as a team for as long as possible. Yes, you, you, you don't want. Somebody who's going to betray the mission, no. kind of thing, or fall Sunshine in love with the style. sun, yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> or whatever, <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, a lot of people watched Sunshine this week. I saw that. It's a mixed bag. The reactions, huh. which is yeah, cool. Yeah. That's 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 good. I'm a lot glad. of people because we recommended that last week. We did. You did. Yes, I recommended the movie The Man from Earth. Universal praise. I bet like no three, mixed bag. Three people watched. Yeah, three that. people sent tweets. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they love, bloody loved it though. <laughs> No, I can understand why you wouldn't like Sunshine, though. Like it's you know, oh, I should have pointed out. Like whenever we recommend something, we we used to we used to say this: give it ten minutes. If you're not into it, just switch it off. Sure, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So the crew, the the, the shuttle crew is like Jessica Chastain. Yep, doing great. great. Yeah. Uh, Stan Sebastian or Sebastian, Sebastian Stan? Stan. <laughs> I can there never we remember go, which yeah. one is, Who's Bucky from the Winter Soldier? Yeah, that's right. Uh, Michael Pena, who's in Ant Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kate Mara, who's in Fantastic Four. Oh boy. And <laughs> if. Some of these people have finally redeemed themselves. <laughs> yes, some. Kate Mara. <laughs> yes. Kate Mara's always been good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Axel Henny. Mm. He's a German guy, but I think he's actually Swedish or... How dare he? Something weird. How dare you, <laughs> Axel Penny? You notice he didn't really turn up the Germanness, which I appreciated. That's true. He yeah. wasn't like, ah, sausages, ah, pretzels, whatever German people None are. of those is None German. Of those. 
Sausages and pretzels? Bratwurst. Pretzels are bloody Bavarian, mate. You don't know jack shit, mate. <laughs> You're right, they're probably Austrian. <laughs> I don't know, I couldn't tell you. I'm sticking to my guns, though. Okay, good. Yeah, uh, and then you got the people back on Earth, which they cut back to every now and then. Yeah. Your bloody Jeff Daniels. Your delightful Shuatel EG4. Yeah. Upcoming um, James Doctor Bond, Strange correct. And James Bond, yes. Um, Kristen Wiig. Uh, All right, the pretzels are German. I just looked it up. Yeah! I was right. Yeah, Kristen, I mean, surprise Kristen Wiig. I could Wig have easily appearance. not been right. Yeah, Kristen Wiig. Yeah, did yeah. you not know she was in it? No. Oh, did you see you the trailers for this? No. Nah. Oh, no, I did. Okay, I did. You I, forgot. We mentioned it. I forgot. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, Donald Glover. Pretzels originated in Europe. Just says. Just, just Europe. Just Europe. Well, Europe, you know, I mean, it's, Europe's been divided multiple times, many ways, so. Probably Bavaria. How many? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to casting. What were we talking about? Donald Glover. Yeah. Who I felt like was, who I liked, but I felt like he was doing um, Ahmed, Abed from, oh, from, from, from Community. Community. Okay. I felt like he was doing, but he's still good. I love him. So um, they brought him on set and they're like. Do the other guy. They're like, okay, you can't do, what's the other guy's name? Danny Puddy. No, Pretty. the bloody, what's his character's name? Oh, Troy. Yeah, you're yeah. like, okay, look, we love your work. Mm. Give us something other than Troy. We know you've got it in you. And yeah. he's like, oh, uh, oh. Uh. <laughs> and they're like, okay, we're going to roll in three, two. And he's like, oh, what? A, okay, I'll be here. we go. <laughs> Not exactly, but I yeah, thought yeah, there's yeah, okay. similarity there. Mm. Sean Bean, yes. which I think I've said like three times now, yeah. who's always good. And Mackenzie Davis, who is... I'm gonna have to she look. is the woman at NASA. She discovers... Is she the one who discovers... That the, the rover's moved? Yes. Okay, she's, the, cool. she's the Mars tech. I feel like I've it. seen her in other things, but I can't remember Probably. What. She reminds me of Felicity Smoke from Arrow. Okay, sure. So that's probably what I'm thinking of. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Yeah, solid cast, man. Very uh, good. Y- you can't go wrong. There's no weak performances. There's, there's no weak performances. There's no... There's weak performances. Thank you, finally. Week-long performances. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bloody... No, and there's no... Every, nobody's a villain. In no, it. yeah. There's no, like, we've, we have Jeff Daniels, he's the head yeah. of NASA. There's, like, people trying to toe the line. Yeah, there's people it's... trying to toe the line. Mm. There's people who are like, there, there are complications to just going back and getting him on Mars. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's safety concerns. Yep. There's concerns for the crew that are, have just left Mars. There's yep. all this sort of stuff. He's not a guy who's like, you know, we're going to leave him there because it's more profit for me. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right, yeah. thing. He's like, I'm juggling all this stuff. Yeah. If we do a certain thing and we mess up, they're never going to let us, they're never <laughs> going to give us any money anymore. Like we'll lose all. We're the, all done. We're all done yeah. kind of thing. Like he's like, we're all out of a job. We're yeah. all, you know, doomed kind of thing. Absolutely. So he's got, and you know, or if we mess up, we kill the rest, you know, the other crew members yep. kind of thing. He's and that never, also looks bad. Yeah. He's, ne- he's not, he's not a guy who's like this, Mustache, mustache twirling villain, yeah. exactly, exactly. Yeah, but he's he's as close as we get to a villain. But it's a movie where everybody in the movie is a good person. Yes, which is quite rare. Yes, in that's a movie right. When you yeah. think about it, that's right. There's no sniveling weasel. Like yes, no sniveling, sniveling weasel. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Which I appreciated. Me too. Um, as far as special effects go, yeah. What did you think of the special effects? Were there special effects? There were some pretty special effects. Special. Pretty good. I mean, they, they, it was filmed in. I think it was filmed in Jordan. The the Mars stuff. Uh-huh. And obviously they CGI'd a lot of that landscape. That uh-huh. landscape looked amazing, right? The Mars landscape. I found it really interesting for a boring place where there's nothing. It was a pretty boring place <laughs> and nothing was happening. Yeah, that was, yeah. But it was kind of beautiful. In retrospect, yeah. probably no reason to go there because no. there's nothing there. Well, water there apparently. That's what they say, isn't it? 
what what perfect timing for this movie. <laughs> like just they're just like, oh, there's water on Mars. By the way, there's a movie about Mars. Coming well, out. they just had this in the can just in case. Oh, Did okay. you know if the, if the if they discovered no water on Mars, they were just going to burn all copies of this. <laughs> <laughs> right in front of Matt Damon. Yeah, fair enough. Well, this is my greatest role. Oh. This is my I've for five weeks. Speak up, Jeff Daniels. <laughs> oh. okay. I did Dumb and Dumber. That was my. <laughs> That's my greatest role. That's it. <laughs> yeah, apparently also NASA was consulted for, for a lot of this. Somebody was telling me that this is the best, like the science in this movie yeah. is the most, sort of the most ironclad science. Ironclad in, science. In, in, in this kind of movie, which is good because there are some, you know, there, there are some... Spinny ships. Spinny ships. There's some very much science. There's a lot of science in this movie. It's too much. There's a lot of... You know the 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 rescue, the whole yeah. the re- you know the planned rescue missions. There's a lot of science behind that. There There's is, a lot yeah. of kind of out there science. Yeah. And if you were to watch this movie knowing that it's impossible to do that, mm. would take a lot of the see. The I fun found, out of it, I think uh, for for gravity, I, I found that really um like I didn't love gravity. I know a lot of people yeah, love gravity, yeah. but I, uh, they've sold that on. This is the most scientific, scientifically accurate. No, scientific. Scientific. This is so scientific. Scientific, mate. But even like things like. That meteor storm just keeps swinging around the earth and coming back to that, and you're just staying in that one spot where that uh-huh. meteor, like, just things like, like, right, I'm not yeah. a man of science, but mm-hmm. sitting there watching it, I was like, yeah, really? Some would argue that that movie's more about the personal journey of Sandra Bullock, but it's I not. I would argue that it's mostly her talking to herself, and it's not yeah, as good sure as yeah. yeah, no, that's, you're probably right. It's a marvel of technology, though, blah de blah Yeah. Um... Yeah, but apparently the most, or one of the most inaccurate things in the movie is the atmosphere on Mars isn't thick enough. For a storm like that to hit. Oh. It'd just be like a gentle breeze and that you'd be like, we could probably ride this out. Right, okay, <laughs> so, sure. So, yeah. Yeah, but that's the MacGuffin. Absolutely, you know, yeah. You've got to throw that in there. that's okay. Yeah. That's bloody okay. What else are they going to do? Bloody intelligent rocks that are rock <laughs> monsters to attack them? Oh, my them? God. Yeah. We've seen that spinny ship with the gravity kind of chamber thing before. In our dreams. Sure, but also in, I think, in Mission to Mars. Yeah, okay, With, sure. uh... Remember that boring one about going to Mars? Yeah, Mission and, to Mars. And there was another one, Red Planet, with Val Kilmer. Oh, that boring one, sure. I think that one was slightly less boring because there was a rogue robot. Sounds a rogot. That sounds pretty boring. Okay, sure. Full credit to the Martian for not being boring. <laughs> yeah. Because there is, I remember, because Jerry O'Connell's in, he's like lifting, he's on a bench press or whatever, and the, the ship's like spinning. Uh-huh. And what they actually did, they built that rig, and they just had people kind of walk around it as it kind of spun. Like it was, it was, oh, quite, I see, it was sure. quite amazing. The classic. Yeah. That bloody classic. Keep the camera stationary. Spin the thing. Spin it around. Spin that wheel. Inception corridor. Spin that wheel. <laughs> Ninja Turtle soundtrack. <laughs> Great. I don't even know if we need to get into spoilers at any point. Maybe. You know yeah. what? Let's talk about Ridley Scott. Okay, sure. Now here we go. I like Ridley Scott. He's done a lot of good work. Uh-huh. Mark Kermode, who's a really good film um, critic for the for the BBC, uh-huh. he does a, his own film podcast, which is much better than ours and has been going for longer and gets more downloads. What's it called? Who cares? Let's not. It's got Komodo Mayo. Let's, let's not throw him any more bloody. It's really good. Uh, if you want like legitimate film oh, criticism, Mayo. yeah, he's our arch nemesis. I feel is he? Because if you t- if you go to iTunes and you type in Weekly, yeah, first thing that comes up is Weekly Mayo. That's the not the mayonnaise podcast. Yeah, that's the famous mayonnaise <laughs> podcast. Yeah, every week they right. talk about different kinds of mayonnaise. Ah, oh. <laughs> there you go. But anyway, he was saying that Ridley Scott is an amazing visual director and he's also good at world building, uh-huh. which is true of Prometheus and we bloody got him. It's not there. We Weekly Planet. Yeah. 
in his face. Suck it, Weekly Mayo. Or maybe your phone has just remembered it because you've typed it, it in so, so many, many times. times. <laughs> what podcast do I do again? <laughs> weekly, okay. Am I the mayonnaise one? Yeah, I do, I do love mayonnaise. <laughs> My shirt is covered in mayonnaise. Maybe. But yeah, like... The- That's why I'm never prepared for this podcast because I show up and I've just reviewed a whole bunch of mayonnaise. <laughs> like packets and... Yeah, and put it on fries. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Fantastic. Do you like fries with mayonnaise? Have you ever had that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's got a name. They do it in Bruges. I've been to Bruges. Not a big deal. Oh, don't, worry, don't worry about it. I don't love it. Is it called, is it called the, the, the pretentious wanker? <laughs> That's bloody what it is, sounds like. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty good. You should go to Bruges, man. Oh, God. It's, it's nice. Anyway, um, he's really good at world building, but he's, not, but he's not necessarily good at picking a good story. Okay, sure, yeah. I mean, look at, we've talked about this before, look at Prometheus, how amazing that looks in the world it inhabits, and everybody's good in it, but yeah. the story is nonsense, and that's where that movie falls down. Yes. Or maybe the old man won't make up. Right, yeah. And, and also the bit where the spaceship falls down and oh, people yeah. run. And they run away from they it. They run away from it, but directly in the path of yeah, the spaceship. that's it. Mm-hmm. So, but for, the, for this movie, this was well in development, well in development before he came on board. Yeah. I believe the script, the movie was made was like optioned before the book came out. Oh, okay, sure. I think because he, Andy Weir, who wrote it, it's a great book, by the way, mm-hmm. and it's pretty close. Okay. They're pretty, um, they're pretty close. But Is it funny? Yes, it huh. is. All that Matt Damon kind of quipping and, yep. and all that and like swearing under his breath and yep. sending like rude messages to NASA, that's all in there. So Damon did nothing. Essentially, yes. He's basically reading <laughs> off a teleprompter. They could have got a what puppet. What a piece of garbage. <laughs> they could have got puppet Matt, Matt Damon from World Police. Absolutely. From Team America. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, all that's in there. Most of it's it's pretty much beat for beat. I mean, I guess we can talk about it in spoilers. You can sure, ask yeah. me, is this bit in it? And I'll say yes. Or okay, no. great. <laughs> okay, uh-huh. So, so that was already being turned into a film. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Drew. So got- hang on. How do they? How did they know it was good? Has he done other? Well, he he apparently released it on on a blog, and people were like this is great. And then he, and then he put it on a kind on Kindle minimum yep. for ninety nine cents. Uh-huh. And then it kind of you know it got picked up by a publisher. Sure, and now yeah. they sell it as uh-huh. audiobooks and everything else. Power of the internet. Whatever. Exactly. And. That's how John dies at the end, got made. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so all the wheels were set in motion. Uh-huh. Drew Goddard, who uh, does a lot of work for Marvel and, and, and Sony, he was going to direct it because he, he uh-huh. wrote the screenplay, but then yep. he left to make Sinister Six. Okay. And at that point, they're like, well, we need a director. Is Ridley yeah. Scott dead yet? Nah, get <laughs> no. Him, get him in here. Uh-huh. So that, that's how that basically played out. Right. So all the wheels were set in motion. Yep. And all the ducks were in a row. Oh, sure. And whatever other metaphor for getting ready for a thing. Some wheels were crushing some ducks. They're <laughs> on the verge. <laughs> That's right. Yep. Uh, before he came on. And he it's kind like of, one of those viral videos where some, some little ducks trying to cross a freeway. That's right. And you're and like, oh, oh what's, what's going to happen, happen to the ducks? Yeah. Then a friend, friendly highway patrolman <laughs> picks them up and takes them the other side. Correct. I told you I've been attacked by ducks a lot. Oh, jeez. Is this your, like, your bloody Bruges story? <laughs> no. Did this happen in Bruges? It's, uh, it's, it's in one of the old episodes. Okay, Someone sure. can, can check it out. What was I going to say? So, yeah, he did a great job of driving the ship. So what we're saying here, like I've said in weeks prior, yes. doesn't matter who the director is. In a lot of cases in movies, it doesn't guess, matter. Uh, no, I'm not a lot, I'd say some of the times, no. Yeah. But, okay. but you know, who knows? If, if, I'm sure if this was a bad director, I'm sure if they got like... I know Brett Ratner. I I'm, not say say, Brett Ratner. <laughs> I'm not saying he's necessarily a bad. He gets director. a lot of stick. Yeah, he does. He's bad. Yeah. Is it, there's a preview for a movie. There was a preview for a movie before this movie. Yeah. That is a Brett Ratner. Tower film. Heist Two. No. 
I'll look it up. All right. I'll also look it up. We'll both right. look it up. Let's look it up. God, it's good having this keyboard. I feel like I'm living in the present. Brett Ratner. And I was just saying, like, I saw the print and somebody... Oh, he did Hercules. I actually didn't mind that. Yeah, you go. And I did, like, Red Dragon. Yeah. He's doing the Rush Hour TV movie. That's probably not it. <laughs> they didn't have a trailer for that? No. Breakthrough, Beverly Hills Cop 4. Hercules. Never mind. <laughs> Forget <laughs> I said anything. Oh, he did. He was in... He did part of Movie 43. Is that really? Oh, that's one of the worst Apparently ones. Apparently, it's like one of the worst yeah. movies uh-huh. ever made. Yeah. Uh, with an amazing cast, mm. which is weird. Anyway, so the rat's up to something. Yeah, he's up to something, I'll tell you what. <laughs> Scurrying about. Yeah. So I, I, I think, of course Ridley Scott played a part in this being good, uh-huh. but I think it, let's just see what he does next before we were like, Ridley Scott's back, he's back to form, uh-huh. and, and whatever. Oh no, I get it. Yeah, you bloody get it. Spoilers, I guess? Yeah, let's spoilers. Great. Did you like the, oh yeah, skip ahead, however many minutes. This is. Maybe I'll put a time code in. I probably won't. So, Nah. <laughs> Seems like a lot of effort. Yeah, I tell you, I'll put a, put a time code in the description right, or something. Uh, Council of Elrond. Or just reference. edit you in going, skip to this. <laughs> but then it would throw out the time that it skips in. They skip to. Skip to around this. <laughs> skip to about this. That's it. So, uh, did you like the Lord of the Rings reference with the bloody Council Oh, that was of... clever. Yeah. yeah. I enjoyed that. Mm. He's, they're like, oh, let's call it Project Elrond, and then bloody Sean Bean's in the room, isn't <laughs> That's he? That's it. Exactly. Ah. Do you think he, ref- he any part of him was like, I refuse to be in this scene? Nah. He seemed like a good sport. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty sweet. Um, I, I reckon s- they came to him. I reckon they did that on the day. Oh, probably. You're yeah. probably right. It wasn't called Project Elrond in the book. It could very well be. I don't remember. Because Sean Bean's not in the book, so I didn't make the connection. Good point, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you think of the music? That, oh, by the way, that music stuff, that's all in the the, the book as well. Oh, uh-huh, yeah. I mean, it's not a disc that comes with it. Oh, sure. Listen to it, but Maybe like, next time. Yeah, but he's, the, the captain does Maybe love... Maybe there's a Spotify playlist. Oh, my God. I bet there is. Yeah. Um, the captain in it is Jessica Chastain as this collection of disco music. That's all she has. That's all she has. Yeah. And... Look, I understand why they did it, but I was, I, I'm like, I hate every one of these songs. Well, that's the key, isn't it? <laughs> it is, yeah. Which is weird. It's, 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 it'd be weird because I guess most of those artists aren't around anymore. No, and I said there's a Bowie song, I think. Oh yes, yeah, so and there I was you like, go. that's yeah. a good song. Yeah, <laughs> so, no, exactly. But, yeah. but that's in the. That's not part of the the soundtrack. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's not part of the soundtrack he it, has. Yes, yes. That's a separate, like you know, Life on Mars and et cetera, et cetera. Sure. Um, but yeah, I, I guess all the artists that he that were on this disco collection are mm. dead, so they can't really object to a movie where a character listens to their music and hates it because he finds <laughs> it so bad. Was there an ABBA song? Yes, most there was. of ABBA are alive, but everybody hates ABBA. Yeah, nobody ABBA don't care about ABBA. That's fine. <laughs> they made their money. That boy did they? Mm. Yeah, but I, I guess that's the point. I guess the, you're supposed to hate it. Yes. You? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. Good. Do you think? I mean, this obviously came out after Guardians of the Galaxy, but do you think any part of that was Is like, that really that obvious? What did I say? <laughs> I it obviously came out after Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> yes, you sure? Is, yes, I'm fairly certain. Yeah, sure. I'm fairly certain. All right. Like, do you think any part of that's like, oh, that'll play well, because Guardians had like a rockin' kind of vintage soundtrack. No. I but Guardians so. had a good soundtrack. Yeah, I think that's it's a coincidence. The, I think the, it's a coincidence. Yeah. Like I said, if you're, you know, you're out in space, mm. you want some comforts of home, you want... You want something that's reminiscent of home, that's familiar. Yep, yep. So it's going to be, you know, you're going to have some music. Yep. That's you, know what, you know what I didn't like? This is probably one of the only things I didn't like. By the way, I didn't, I didn't love this. I wasn't like, this is the best movie I've ever seen. I'm just like, this is fun. Oh, yeah, we didn't review like it, did we? It. Yeah, yeah. It's, I'd say best movie ever. Yeah, I definitely like best yeah. movie ever. Uh-huh. I, it didn't like blow my hair back. Uh-huh. Sure. But I was like, that's, that's a really solid movie. Yeah. yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like, 
And I talked about this last week with Sunshine, which I can talk about again at length. If oh, you please want. do. Give us another hour on Sunshine. <laughs> Where all the computer signals comes up. It's like, error, emergency alert, incoming uh-huh, sure. sandstorm, beep, beep. You know what I mean? Like, hatch breached. I didn't think we got that many of those. I see. I, I thought I thought we did. And I, 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 I feel like they're all astronauts. You don't yeah. need to like make it that blatantly obvious to them. They all know what they're doing, presumably. And that's what I didn't like about gravity as well. It didn't even feel like Sandra Bullock was an astronaut. She had to be explained things. Right, okay, Like, yeah. you're an astronaut. Uh-huh. This yeah. is your job. Nobody right. tells me about podcasting, mate. Well, Ooh, maybe that's... A lot of people maybe, do, actually. Maybe they should, yeah. Maybe, they should, we should get a, maybe we should get a stern talking to about podcasting. <laughs> Look, I think, I think you make a good point there. Thank you. But... Oh, I, wait. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm going to take it and turn it on you. I think that... In terms of their actions, they were clearly a bunch of professionals <laughs> yep. who knew exactly what they're doing at all times, kind mm-hmm. of thing. But I think in this case, it's just a case, it's just, you know, a scale, the scale of the spaceship is so big. Yeah. And what they're doing, like, is so important that you need big markers, kind okay. of thing. You need a voice that's talking because you might be the other end of the ship. Or, you know, you need, sure. you need the big light because you might be at the other end of the ship. You know what I'm talking about? You need it's all about light. being at different ends of the ship. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. That's right. There were two sides to that ship, weren't so there? So many sides to the ship. Maybe more because there was a big circle in the big middle. circle, that's an infinite number. How of, many sides? That's an infinite number of sides. <laughs> or one side. It's tough to say. Or one side. Yeah. Yeah, so that I guess that's... I mean, that didn't obviously break the movie for me. No. I was like, well, that's what every literally every movie does. Yeah, yeah. Except for Sunshine, which I can talk about at oh. least. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yes. Do you want to know some bits that didn't happen in the book? Okay, or did happen in the book? Sure. Do you have any specific questions? Uh I'm sure you can think of some as you go. Yeah. Okay. If you want, just give me one off the dock. Okay. The other bit, how he's like, I'm going to fly like Iron Man. He cuts his glove and he yep. sp- spins uh-huh. through space. Yes. He says he's going to do that in the book, oh, and they doesn't. go, "Don't do it because that's really dumb. Don't uh-huh. be an idiot." And yep. So he doesn't do it. Okay. Sure. <laughs> so, but in the movie, he does. Yeah. You got to Yeah. There's also a bit where a lot more emphasis is placed on when he travels in between places uh-huh. because he's he, he's traveling for, for weeks uh-huh. in, in that little rover. Sure, yeah. And he does a couple of big trips, the uh-huh. last one being the biggest, mm-hmm. and he gets caught in like a sandstorm. Yep. And NASA knows that he's in a sandstorm because they can obviously see it from, uh-huh. from orbit, but he can't. So it, there's trouble. He has, so he, ha- he has to figure out. First of all, he has to figure out that he's in a sandstorm uh-huh. and then navigate accordingly. That's... But the right, thing uh-huh. is, and also at that point, in the book also, he again loses communication with NASA. Uh-huh. Like he puts an electronic drill down on a bench yeah. and it just fries everything. Oh, I so see, he right. just, he just, so about, I don't know, it's three quarters in, he, yeah. he's just lost all communication. Man, I really felt for Matt Damon's character in this movie. Yeah. Any time, and I think that's a testament to him. And mm. and also you, with your empathy. I've got a lot of empathy. I'm a real human being. Yeah. No sociopaths on this on this podcast, I tell you what, <laughs> that we know about. That we know Might be about. James. Uh, but like every, every time something did, didn't go his way, I'm like, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Come did you, on. Did you ever feel like down though? Like I feel like I like Cast Away, uh-huh. but a lot of time I'm like, this is super depressing. <laughs> right, yeah. Okay, no, I felt this quite didn't upbeat. This did feel like yeah. that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He only really had kind of one wig out. Yeah, that's And that's true. when he lost all his crops and, and, yeah, and yeah, whatever, yeah. which again uh-huh. happens in the book. Yeah. Spoiler alert, Ooh. I guess. Um... No, I've lost my train of thought. Continue. No, that's fine. Yeah. yeah, he was always just kind of like, well, this thing's now happened, so now i got to do this yeah. thing. Oh, that's my question. How long do you think you would have survived on Mars? About four minutes. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? My, my feeling is, because you know when you, you're out on Mars, you've got the spacesuit on. I know. And then you, 
you know, he would open up the rover, he'd get mm. in the rover, he'd close the door, he'd turn the atmosphere on on the rover, he'd take the helmet off. Yeah. I feel I would do that out of order and <laughs> yeah. kill myself. Like, I'd be like, okay, there's the rover, take my helmet off, get in the, oh God, no! Or I'd be like, there's the rover, get in the rover, close the door, take my helmet off, oh no, atmosphere! You know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I would last about that long. Yeah. Because I do that in real life. Kind of thing. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah, well, he nearly does it at one point as well. Yeah, that's, that's a nice true. little nod. Yeah, he's like, okay, time to go out into the airlock yeah. and he's like put my helmet put on my helmet and he's right that's, at the end of his tether at that point yeah, that's yeah. it just like ugh. yeah what do you think how he got real skinny was that CGI it must have been he, Matt Damon actually he did a movie where he's a war vet in the 90s I've with, heard about this this was on his Meg Wikipedia Ryan. page yeah. and then it turned out like it severely damaged his immune system yeah. or something like just that just to take supplements is that true though apparently is that, that's, oh, wow. so I don't think he would have done that no, again. not again. Yeah. No. So I mean, they can CGI skinnier guy now, can't oh, they? Oh, sure, yeah. Or just put a guy's head on a different guy. Probably got head. Christian Bale to do it. They probably did. Hey, Christian Bale, you want an uncredited role <laughs> in The Martian? All you have to do is get real skinny, like he did in The Machinist. Yeah. I'll do it. It's for art. <laughs> yeah, he's good at that, isn't he? Mm. Why isn't his body broken down completely? Why isn't he just like, like a pile of sand? Probably roids. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> just strung together by roids. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. Roy's in rage against the, the movie industry, I feel. You ever, you ever read an interview with Christian Bale? Uh, well, I can never know he's which accent. With he's not on board with anything. He really isn't, but I yeah. never know what accent to read his voice in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, they're like, what are you, Welsh? Like, Where's he yeah. from? So they're like, what kind of movies do you like? Christian Bale is like, I don't like anything. That's true. I don't, I, don't, yeah. I don't watch movies. I don't care. I don't care about them. I don't care about nothing. <laughs> Just care about my kids or whatever. How many kids if I have. If I, I have kids. Yeah. yeah. Care about my wife unless we're divorced. I don't know. <laughs> That's true. But you think? But I, I always read those, and I'm like, surely you would care about the craft of acting because you're you're a really intense actor. He certainly does. Yeah. So why don't you watch movies for their good performances? Because I think he's just. I think they're focused on themselves. Oh, okay. I think that's why. Like Daniel Day Lewis is is the same. Huh. Possibly Lou. more. Yeah, D Day Lewis. Like he, he he quit acting for years and he just became went, a shoemaker. Yeah, he was a cobbler. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is that? Not even for a role. Whatever. He just felt he like just it. Wanted to do it. Yeah. That's that's. I don't know. Mm. These artistic types, mate. They spend a lot of time in. Bruges. Yeah. No, you know. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about bloody right. <laughs> oh yeah, so we're talking about the the accuracy of the yeah. of the, the physics and stuff like that. Sure. Because in the in the movie the the plan to rescue him is mm. just that the slingshot. slingshot around Earth. Yeah. And if you go in if you go into that knowing that that wouldn't work, yeah. that would ruin yes. the whole movie, surely. You, I guess so. If you yeah. just flew past the Earth. They also do that they did that in Apollo thirteen as well. They slingshot uh, okay. around the yeah. around the moon. They also did it in the original series of Star Trek to travel through time. Interesting. Yeah. Which one which one came first? It's impossible to say. <laughs> I mean I know the movie Apollo thirteen came out like the mid nineties, but what event happened? Like that Star Trek episode? From the 60s. Or the Apollo mission, which I think oh, was... Oh, yeah, okay. Early 70s? Oh, then then Star Trek. Interesting, yeah. Nobody emailed me. But just so we're clear, the movie Apollo 13 definitely came out after the 1960s series of Star Trek. That movie still holds up in every way. Yeah? Yeah. Do you feel there's a lot of similarities between that movie and The Martian? Definitely. Because I have not really seen Apollo 13 in a very long time. Okay. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's... Is there the same, same vibe? Yeah. Yeah, because Apollo eleven and a thirteen, which I again I haven't seen that recently either. It's it's pretty upbeat, and a lot of that's got to do with the cast, you know, because you got your bloody Tom Hanks, yeah. and, and whatever, who's also in Castaway. Oh my god! Oh my god. Um, do you think a young Tom Hanks would have been a good, good, definitely, good or even just now Tom Hanks? Yeah, now Tom yeah, Hanks definitely. would work. Yeah. yeah, he's good, man. He's great. Apparently, nicest guy in Hollywood. That's what they say, from what I've heard. Is it, I got a question. Oh, first of all, apparently, 
this is like one of the only sci-fi movies. Maybe it is one of the only sci-fi correct, movies where nobody is killed. Yeah, but you, it's it could go either way. A Definitely, lot of, quite yeah. a few times. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. So I thought that was interesting. Okay, it's interesting. I feel like if this happened in real life, yes, right. People would pull out all the stops to go and get this guy. Yeah. Especially if it was Matt Damon. Mm-hmm. Probably not a real astronaut because they seem kind of boring. Sure, yeah. Would, do you think that would happen in real life? Do you think people would genuinely pull out all the stops to go and get a guy if that happened? I don't know if they... See, and well, here's the thing. Because in the movie, there's even cooperation between NASA and the Chinese Space yes. Agency. Yes. I don't know if that would happen. Yep. I don't know. Well, that happens in the book as well. And they trade... So one of the deals is we'll give you this rocket booster uh-huh. and you have to put one of our Chinese astronauts on your next mission, whatever that is. Uh-huh. And they also, and they only briefly touch on this in the movie. That's done between scientists. They're like, let's keep governments out of this. Okay, right. Let's just go uh-huh. NASA to, yeah. to Chinese. That NASA. is mentioned in the movie. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. So you don't, you don't know if that would happen necessarily. It, it would be billions of dollars. Sure. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't you know, know, you, know you, think, you think they'd actually be able to go, like say the US government would be able to go, Nah, <laughs> you can yeah, drive it. I guess the the premise in this movie is that there's so much transparency between NASA and the public. Yes, which that, I think there actually is. Yeah, that's my understanding. The, the, what, as soon as they find out that mm. Matt Damon is lost on Mars, yeah, the public are gonna know. Yeah, but so we better do something. Better do something. Yeah, I don't know. But so you you don't necessarily. I think they would just be like, look, he knew the risks going in. Yeah, it would cost us our entire operating budget for the next five years. Yeah, to get him back. Yep, we can't do it. But I th- feel like if you did this and you pulled it off, yeah, that would be like a PR wise. Yeah, you'd probably get more funding. Yeah, even if he died, this is like a bloody argument that they would have in NASA. <laughs> it is. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. I'm. They'd probably be more like furiously writing on whiteboards. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. And pointing of fingers. I'd be the guy from Dumb and Dumber. You'd be someone else. Sean Bean. Sean Bean, yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. I feel like it would happen. I, okay. I genuinely feel like it would. And yeah. let's say, hypothetically, that you agree with me, which you, okay. don't, which sure. you don't. I thought you look, would. Look, no, this is a, you look, it could go either way, but I... Sure. You think a lot of it's got to do with transparency, would you say? I, I would... Th- look, I think it would be... I think it would depend how, very much on, like, where NASA's position is, like, in, in the public... You know how what their visibility is like, sure, and what their budget is like. Yeah, like because NASA sort of goes sort of waxes and wanes. Like sometimes they've got heaps of money, yeah, and then you know five years later nobody's interested in space travel anymore. Yeah. so the government doesn't like you know. I feel like this is going to kick off a whole. I think we're going to get a new kind of space age from this, based on this movie. Definitely, of this and gravity and probably sunshine. You know, gravity. Yeah, wow. yeah. People love gravity. Gravity, gravity. Yeah, people love it. Um, yeah, I feel like we're gonna, there's going to be, I think you're going to see next 20 years, something's going to happen. Well, I reckon they're going to get a manned mission to Mars by like the mid Look, now we've found that water. Yeah, well, that's it. You want to taste that fresh mountain Mars water, don't you? <laughs> I, I do not. Nom, 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 Great. Give him, you've given me this glass of garbage water here. Do you want some? Yeah. I'll pass it to you. Thank you. Do you want a desk? I'll get your desk. You like the couch. doesn't sound good on the headphones. <laughs> I bet it doesn't sound good in our listeners' ears either. Is that pretty good? Now, yeah, but it's pretty good. But imagine if it was Mars water. Mm. Mm. Even better. Bellissimo. So gritty. Bellissimo. <laughs> yeah. But what I don't understand is I people can rally behind a cause or, or for one person or uh-huh. raise money for, say, the Bat Kid. Sure. Which I completely understand. Of course that kid should live. Like, uh-huh. That's not what I'm saying for a second that he shouldn't. But yeah, people can't. 
get behind, say, taking in refugees or uh-huh. solving, you know, famine and things like uh-huh. that. On, when you see things on like a mass scale that you can't comprehend, mm-hmm. people will turn away from it. Because yep. you, your mind can literally not comprehend that there's thousands of people in Africa dying, like right now. Yeah. yeah. But when there's one handsome astronaut, you oh, can be, yeah. you can like, you can kind of focus your empathy. So what, what you're saying is if this happened in real life, yeah. Even if NASA didn't have the money, we could set up a Kickstarter. Yes, to get him rescued. I, th- yeah. Well, that's not what I'm saying, but yes, that. Yep. We get some 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 hobbyist, ro- some rocket hobbyists <laughs> yeah. to build their own rocket, <laughs> and we can send it to Mars and rescue him. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Mm. Anyway, I got some letters here. I'm ready. You want to hear them? Yes. All right then. That's what I meant when I said I'm ready. God. <laughs> okay. I thought you just meant. I don't even know. Just ready to. This yeah. one, Colin. Hey guys, I just watched The Martian. I thought it was pretty great, especially the level of humor in the film. However, the ending left me with two questions. One, is there any? If, this, pr- if these are physics questions, we cannot help you. <laughs> no, just we'll to give be it clear. a go. All right, we'll give we it a go. We don't even have a whiteboard. <sighs> is there any precedent for Sue Storm and Bucky Barnes hooking up in the comics? Well, I presume he means book. Oh wait, no, he means the actual comics. Yes, he does. I don't know. I don't, I don't think, think so. so. I'm going to say no. Yeah, that I'm actually say flat out no. That's the develop- timelines. The timelines don't sync up at all. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Because mm-hmm. he was, he was frozen for many years. He was frozen for many years. Sue and Reed have been married for a really long time. Correct. Then they broke up. And She's only got eyes for him and the Submariner. Yes, that's correct. But in the book, that's actually, their relationship is it's kind of stretched out a bit more. Oh, okay. Like they both have feelings for each other and kind of everybody knows it. And Mark right. Watney like sends an email like, just kiss each other, you dickheads. All right. Because I didn't get a sense of that at all until right at the yeah, end. Yeah. No, there wasn't. There what, really so there wasn't. were no clues that I just didn't pick up on. No. Because again, I... Because you have no empathy? Because I have no empathy. <laughs> Surprise! Twists! <laughs> I am a sociopath. <laughs> Question number two. Watney's uh, going to die an early death from cancer due to driving around with that radioactive fuel for so long, right? No, he wrapped it in that gold tape. My understanding is it's, it's only fine. really dangerous if it's split. Yeah, if he cracked it open, it'd be super dead. I just figured out something. You know how he cuts the hole in the roof and puts the big airbag? Yes. I think that's to keep the heat so that he's not sitting in the heat the entire time. Oh, yeah, okay. There's a reason why he does it in the book. Yes. He cuts the hole out of one If only of you'd read the book, yeah, you'd know. I'm not a nerd, am I? No. Yeah. Thank you. So you don't think he's going to get radiation sickness and whatever? No, if anything, it made... I mean, it ruined his eyesight, obviously. Did it? Oh, yeah, glasses, glasses, didn't glasses, yeah. And he had a wig at the end. I don't know if you noticed. I did see that, yeah. Good wig, wig done. Wig done. Very you. good. It's from John. Hello, dickheads. Pleasantries from Ireland. I went to see the Martian. Wait, those two, those two phrases contradict one another, but continue. <laughs> All right. I went to see the Martian last night and had an absolute blast watching it. I was pleasantly surprised by how much fun the film was considering the subject matter, especially the amount of quipping that was going on. All these factors have me wondering, do you, Nicholas Mason, Mason consider the Martian to be a romp? You seem like an authority on all things romp, so I'm interested in your opinion. You love a romp. I do love a it's romp. well known. Yep, I love a romp. Yeah. Look, I think this movie... Too long to be a romp. Okay. Romp's got to be breezy. Yep, sure. If we're setting down some romp rules, <laughs> and I like to think that we are, you've got to have a breezy romp. Fair nobody, say, nobody says a long, interminable romp. <laughs> yeah, it never yeah. happens. And look, this movie was nearly three hours long, I yeah. think. Did you feel the length of it? Yes. I felt it was long, but I wasn't like, get this done. Like, I'm no, not, neither I'm was I. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, it was. I think towards the end when he's just, you know, they're like, at the point where they're like, okay, he's got to get to the Ares 4, yep. like the launch site. And he's got to make all this preparation. I felt, I felt the length there. Yeah, sure. But I wasn't like, oh, just put over. Like I'm yeah. like, I want, I want to see how this plays see out. Plays I out. felt a tension. Yes. Because I'm like, the longer this goes, the more things are going to go poorly for him. And you needed to pee. And I, I actually didn't. Oh. How about that twist? <laughs> There's a twist for you. <laughs> Normally, for for anybody, no, this isn't. This isn't good radio. I disagree. Well, yeah, I guess it's not. Look, but this for, isn't radio. For, for me, 
oftentimes the tension in a movie, like in the third act, is ramped up highly by the fact that I really need... I, I bought a big Coke... And I really need to pee. You always buy a big Coke, mate. I'm embracing the movie-going experience. If I like a movie, yeah. if I think I'm going to like it, I don't drink, like, that morning, which I know is really bad for you, but, oh. like, because I don't want to leave. Oh, wow, like, okay. when Star Wars comes out, yeah. I probably won't drink for, like, three days prior because I don't want to miss a thing. Sounds like a really Aerosmith good idea. Aerosmith yes. style. Yes, it sounds like a really good idea. It's also good for bodybuilders because you, you can look more ripped. Look, look more ripped, exactly. That's obviously not a concern of mine. So if you go to the... No, but if you go to the bloody Force Awakens premiere and they have one of those weird wall like the the star wars wall that you get your photo taken in front of no just rip your shirt off and show how ripped you are <laughs> whenever we've gone to like a premiere thing or whatever there's always like you can sit on a harley davidson and get a photo with the terminator or whatever yeah it's like no thank you mm. no thank you <laughs> no uh so not a romp uh avi avi got to watch the martian and i thought it was good not great, but good. Like a 7 out of 10. I How felt, dare you? No, I, felt, I felt like it was lacking any real emotion. You and only you are entitled to your opinion. Correct. Everybody else is wrong. <laughs> Mostly. Uh, I felt like it was lacking any real emotion. Mostly, and maybe that's just me. I actually love Interstellar more than this. There you hmm. go. Hmm. I disagree. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I like I liked Interstellar. I know you didn't. Yeah. I think I, somebody emailed this week and said, why don't you guys like Interstellar? I enjoyed Interstellar. I mean, no, I didn't, didn't enjoy it. It was, a, According to the internet, it was an ordeal. <laughs> yes. Look, no, I enjoyed I enjoyed this a lot more. Uh, I I know I felt the emotion in it. Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Empathy's back. It it's comes back. and goes with you, doesn't it? it? Does yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is from Sydney. Last question or comment. wait, this, this, the city of Sydney? Yeah, the city of Sydney. Okay, the city of Sydney. Together. Okay, what do you reckon, Sydney? Uh, Mason, since you are a lover of the hey asshole guy in movies, yes. So do, do you want to explain that just quickly? So my goal in life, I don't know if I love it so much, but my goal in life is to appear in a movie. It's not my actual goal. I disagree. All right. I, if somebody's like, hey, what? You've who? talked about this for like 15 years. Yeah. Look, <laughs> here's the thing. What I, in, one of the things I'd like to do yeah. is like in a movie, there's always, there's always, maybe in the opening scene of a movie, mm-hmm. there might be a character and they're, on, they're, they're running through the city. They're running through the city of New York, maybe, right? Yeah, and they're on the run because there's a killer after them or something like that. Maybe they've been shot or something. Yep. They're in a bad way. They've been, you know, they've been on, on the run for days. They haven't slept or they're something like that. They're clearly distressed. They're clearly distressed. They're running through the city. They're looking for help. They're, they're looking left and right. They're looking for the police. Or they're looking for some kind of help. Yeah. But they can't find it. And they're, they're too scared and all the shops are closed. They can't find anyone <laughs> who can call them. They're looking for a phone. They're looking for something, right? Yep. And they're on the run and this killer's nearly you know nearly they're on their heels mm. they're in a real trouble and they're running through the city streets and they bump a guy and the who's a typical new york guy and he's like hey asshole <laughs> i want to be that guy in a movie i like to be that character <laughs> a guy who just is completely not read the situation yep. and yeah. he's only looking out for himself exactly he's probably wearing a t-shirt with a flannel over it and a trucker hat or yes, something exa- or he's a businessman or he's a businessman he's a businessman he's on Maybe a phone he's on a phone he's getting into his convertible or whatever yeah, he's, on a, he's on one of those big brick phones and he's like hey asshole you know what I mean absolutely yeah. and that character on the run end up, ends up getting murdered anyway I want to be yeah, that guy inevitably yeah. yeah anyway Mason since you're, the, you're a lover of the hey ass, hey asshole guy in movies we say asshole. Yes, we I, do. I struggle saying asshole. Sure, but I'm yeah. translating for yeah, American listeners. Uh, did you like the employee in the canteen at NASA who yelled to Chiwetel Ejiofor for taking a map of Mars off the wall? And yeah, I did. On? I didn't actually, notice that. Yeah, did no, he actually say those words? No, he doesn't. But he's oh, okay. like, hey, hey, you, what are <laughs> you doing? What are you, what are, get out of the cafeteria. <laughs> because that sort of implies that the guy who works in the cafeteria doesn't know who the, the head of the Mars mission is. I guess he doesn't. 
But it also implies that the guy who's the head of the Mars mission doesn't, doesn't, know have, where a, his maps are. doesn't have a map of Mars somewhere, <laughs> which th- goes the long way. This actually is a very good scene of exposition because it does explain why this whole thing went pear-shaped. Because the guy who was the head of Mars missions doesn't have any maps of Mars. He has no to steal maps. one off a cafeteria yeah. wall. Yeah. What a dickhead. Yeah. Well, that, that'll do it. Yeah. Again, best movie ever. I enjoyed I it a lot. So. Would Me you recommend too. this for people I definitely would, yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. A lot of heart, a lot of good fun. Yes. Not quite a romp, but I'll take it. All right, then. Mm-hmm. Done and done. Yeah. You know what it's time for, then? What's it time for? It's our segment of what we're reading. Oh, what we're going to read. Yes. Which we call what you're reading. <laughs> what you're going to read. That is what, what we, we read and what we're going to read. Whatever we call it. Whatever we, call whatever it, we said last week. That's yeah, what it is. That's what it is. I'm doing the theme. What are we reading today? What are you reading? This week I'm... Or re- what you got to read. Oh, well, this week what I'm reading yeah. is I watched uh, the first episode and a half of the new season of Doctor Who. What did you think of Quite it? I liked it. Me too. Actually, I had an email about that. Yeah. Do you want me to skip to it now? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Man, it's so much easier to read off this computer screen. <laughs> if only they'd invented laptops mm. before this episode. I know. But they hadn't. I'm glad I got the first one. Dear James and Mason. Hello. What do you guys think of Doctor Who? Uh, you don't Is that like it? it. <laughs> no, there's more. I've heard you mentioned in passing a few times, but I'd love to know your opinions on the last series. Uh, maybe the series as a whole, the modern ones anyways, and new ones, though beloved, show their age. Sorry, the old ones, though beloved, show their age, and most of the monsters are made of egg boxes and newspapers. Uh, like you've said, I like it. You've said before that some of the episodes are good and some of them aren't good, and they're good at condensing all the classic Doctor Who stuff into a formula that works. Yes, and I felt, I felt that summary? was actually one of the great, the good elements of this first episode and a half. Okay. Again, it might all fall apart by the final act of we'll see. the second episode, but I haven't watched that yet, okay. so that's what I'm going to read. Yep. Uh, but I think like it, it, this one felt very... They went, you know, they went to Scaro, which is... Yeah. The, spoilers. Probably spoilers. No, uh, everybody's right. watched it by this. It's two sure. weeks in. Yeah, yeah. They went back to Skara, which is the home planet of the Daleks, yeah. and it did really feel like that 60s vibe. Like all yeah, the architecture, it did, it did, it did feel like, yeah. a, like an old episode of Doctor mm. Who, but they'd actually got good special effects. Yeah. I'm enjoying that. I'm enjoying, enjoying this new episode, this new version of the Doctor. When I say new, a season old, because <laughs> I didn't watch the previous season of Doctor Who. No. Mm. Have you guys seen much of Peter, Peter Campoli as the Doctor? I guess. Episode watched, and a half. Yeah, I watched last season and, and I've seen And whatever the Christmas special was. Sure. Uh, I kind of feel like the latest series has been quite wanky. E.g. the first episode, he comes out riding on the front of a tank playing a guitar. It's like, yeah. yeah, you get it. You want us to make us think the Doctor is awesome. But Peter Capaldi is like 87 years old and he has much more gravitas, which they should play on, rather than turning him into a dad trying to be cool. Well, see, here's That's a very thing. good point. Look, my, one of the things that I don't like about Doctor Who generally mm. is that the showrunner Stephen Moffat is clearly very much in love with the Doctor. Yes, the Doctor's the best all the time. Yes. And nothing bad can happen to the Doctor. Mm-hmm. And he's like, every episode I've seen of Doctor Who... He's infallible. He's infallible and... Infallible, thank you. Yes. <laughs> he's, in, he's infallible. Yes. He but there's... Every episode I've seen, there's, there's seemingly a, a bit where the Doctor's like, you're going to run from me because I'm the Doctor. <laughs> and then the villains who've got the drop on him, who have all the guns drawn on him, who could just kill him straight away they're yeah. like oh no it is the doctor we just realized we just realized and they run away like yeah. there's always one of those and i hate that yeah because that presupposes there isn't somebody in the universe who a hasn't heard of him yeah and b just pulls the trigger yes <laughs> like and he does like it happens every week yeah so surely there's somebody who's 
got the drop on him, who's dumb enough to pull the trigger, and who has a gun that can just kill him and does. Yeah. Like, it sh- he should have been dead a long time ago. Stop pulling that trick. Yeah, fair enough. It should do it once. Do it once. I agree. Yeah. When you say a gun that can kill him, do you just mean any gun? Yeah, any gun because it's worked a lot of times. <laughs> sure. When when you think about it, he's been killed. Remember that time he was killed by street toughs in San Francisco? I do remember that. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Um, he says, I kind of feel like the, the series might have benefited if they sealed Moffat in a metal container and fired him into the sun. Yes, anyway, please. Anyway, love the podcast. Keep being dickheads. Don't listen to the anti-dickhead haters. Will from yeah. the UK. And also, drawing on from that, there's also... It's always like his companions are like, what can I do? The doctor's the best. I'll just hang out. But I thought um, Missy and... Uh, Clara. Clara were better written in this episode yeah, than they have been in agree with past that. episodes that I've seen. Again, mm. maybe it'll fall apart in the rest of the season. Yep. I don't know yet. I feel like... By making Missy, who was the master, who was male, yeah, making her female. I think I've said this before. Is setting up precedent for the Doctor turning female in the future. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay, I'm not saying the next one, but I'm, I think yeah. they're setting it up. So when it does happen, people will be like, "Well, it it's going to happen right. technically." So that's yeah. what I think. And doing. I liked in this episode also that that Missy, she's she did this incredibly weird time shifting stunt. Just sure. to get Unit's attention. Like, she froze all the planes oh, okay. on Earth yep, just to yep. be like, hey, you know, kind of pay attention to me. Pay attention. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 did, I did like the first two episodes, mm-hmm. but I feel like it is kind of time for Stephen Moffat to hand it over to somebody else. Us? No. Yes. <laughs> a guy who watches Doctor Who all the time, every episode, because he's See, got, because you're compelled, because you, you don't want to, you don't, don't want to be do anyway. And a guy who doesn't really like Doctor Who. For, that's who you should hand it over to. For all the reasons that you said, is like, I'm not in a rush to keep watching it. Right. Yeah. Like, I probably will eventually get around to it, but I feel yeah. like every season is the same and, there's always an episode where it's like the doctor's definitely going to die this time, and it's been prophesized in his country. And there's no way out. His death and whatever, and then it turns out he's in a robot version of himself or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah, that kind of the one time they kind of I thought they did it really well was when with the Matt Smith version where they they put him in the in the box. Yeah, and that like there was this they come across this this. Pandora's. Oh, and box. it contains the ultimate evil. It, comes, it contains the ultimate evil, and you you wouldn't want to open it because it will just unleash this this like trickster devil force that will just uh-huh. rip through the galaxy. And yeah. it turns out there's nothing in it, but it's a box for him. Who the, and the villains consider him the ultimate yes. villain in a way. Yes, exactly. So like, they're going to trap him in it. That's yeah. like the one time, but like every yeah. other time, it's just like, well, you're you're the best, and yeah. But I think also in that again, I haven't seen much of Capaldi sure. as the Doctor, but I think in this, like, I did feel that when he's on the tank and he's playing the guitar, yeah. you're right, bit wanky. Yeah. But I'm like. But he's inherently uncool. Yeah, I guess this version so. of the Doctor, and it was kind of played for laughs. I think. Okay, sure. And I think I don't know if I loved it, but also here's here's another thing that I thought worked. Yeah, there's we see a little bit of we see a flashback, mm. like we think Clara and Missy have been killed. Yeah, but then it turns out that they've done this trick. Yeah, and we see a flashback to the Doctor, mm. and they're like, okay, he gets attacked. Like he's he's got he's stolen this vortex manipulator, and he's being attacked by the thing. Yeah, how do you think he gets out of it? I'm like, well, obviously he's used the powers. Like it's the same technology as the the villains. He's going to use yep. the technology to power the vortex. He's going to use the p- technology from their lasers to mm. power the vortex manipulator and escape. Sure. And then that's what happened. I'm like, finally, logic. logic. I mean, not real logic, but sci-fi <laughs> yeah. logic. And I'm like, okay, enough logic. Yeah. It, because in any other scene, in episode, other episodes of scene of Doctor Who, yeah. they'd be like, "How did he get out of it? He believed in himself, <laughs> yes, and he managed right. to escape, or whatever. Or he moved faster than the speed of light because he believed in himself, yeah, or whatever." Absolutely. And I'm like, "Well, this works because it, you know." I, have they changed writers? I don't know. They did before Stephen Moffat. There was I can't remember his name. Russell he, T. Davies. Yes, he did yeah. most of the um, the tenant stuff. Yeah. Uh, but he, 
I think he left. He kept, he stayed on a little too long uh-huh. um, towards the end of Tennant's run. But right. um, and then it was good to see Russell T Davis because I thought the Matt Smith stuff was initially strong, and then it just kind of uh-huh. it's kind of hit and miss. Gross, which yeah. is how I find this find this new one. I don't know. I think a lot of it, like you said, he's very in love with the the Doctor. Yeah, and I think he's also there's a bit of he's because he's now older than the original Doctor Who was, which is his name. Yes, and Capaldi. I, no, 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 the original. Sorry. Stephen Moffat is older now than the original Doctor Who was. And okay. I think a lot of it is also like, old guys are cool too. Look, we're still God. I think there might right, be a okay, little sure, bit yeah. of that. And maybe uh-huh. maybe there isn't, but maybe mm. that's just me reading it. Yeah, no, he's but he's all no, but I think it's I think he's in love with all his yeah. every character he show runs. Yeah. Jekyll. Jekyll's terrible. Yeah, it's really bad. But Sherlock as well. Because there's a whole episode, I, yeah, I like there's Sherlock a whole a episode lot, yeah. in season two about how great Sherlock is. Remember that one where it's <laughs> I think that's every episode. Yeah, it is every episode, but it's sort of you need to you need to give some room for the other characters to shine. Yeah. Otherwise, what's the point? Exactly. But there's that whole there's the episode where you he's he's fa- he's facing his opposite number in the female version of him, yep. whose name escapes me right now that sure. I should know. And she's got a, a phone. Her phone is locked, and it's got all her secrets <laughs> in it, right. or whatever. And you're like, oh, she's the she's this independent woman, and you, no man gonna tell her what yeah. to do or whatever. But then it turns out her see her secret code is I am Sherlock. <laughs> Because the phone says I am locked, like no phone ever says ever, no. and, and, it's, and the password is I am Sherlock because she loves him so much because he's the best person in the world or whatever. Ugh. That was when I knew I saw it coming, and I'm like, do it, do something else, don't do, do it. something, don't do it. And then I'm like, ugh, that ruined that season for me. I think. Oh wow, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you like Moriarty? I did. A lot of people yeah. hated that characterization. No, I liked it a lot. I'm, I'm interested to see how they bring him back in what capacity. Yeah. Because it's kind of left that in the cliffhanger. Because he shot himself in the head. He did, didn't he? Yeah. It's but, not- you know, I, I, I know it's a completely, I know it's a departure, and I'm, but mm. didn't mind it. Didn't mind that take. Sure. And also, I feel kind of like he was portraying, like he, he, Moriarty, was portraying a madman. Yes. Yeah. yeah sure. That's fair enough. Mm-hmm. Did you like that? Who was the guy he played? It was the bad guy in the late, later season. He was all greasy. Can't remember. Anyway. Sherlock shot him in the head. At the oh, end. Yeah, that's anyway. What I'm reading is Captain America White. Oh yeah, what's that? That is, you know how there's like they did Spider Man Blue or yep. Daredevil Yellow. Daredevil Yellow. It's yeah. um, what's his name? Who did those? Who wrote them? I can't remember. The guy did like the Long Halloween. Oh um, I might be Jeff right. Loeb. Yes. Okay. So he does all these Marvel series. It's, he picks a Marvel character and then he puts a color on him. Great. Sure. Yeah. I think it's Captain America White. Anyway, there's been two issues and I and I like all those. All those kind of takes on. He does like origin stories of classic Marvel characters. Wait, Darwin Cook? No. Nah, you, Jeff Lowe. Jeff Lowe, I'm okay. fairly certain. And, but he, and he sets them in kind of like their, their, their golden era. Yep. So, you know, he'll, read, he'll retell the origin of Spider-Man and it'll bring in a lot of the classic villains. Uh-huh. But it's... So Spider-Man will be wearing an Argyle sweater vest? Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. Good. And Daredevil tells like the story of how him and Foggy kind of got together and met yep. Karen Page and, and all uh-huh. that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I'm. I'm hoping. It's so, as Captain America is set uh, in the forties. I've just started it, but it's it's a little bit now, and then it cuts back to the forties with Ooh, him and Bucky. So, twist. I, think, I think that's how it's most of it's done. Anyway, I've got a what to be reading here. Oh yeah. Uh, I recently discovered. Uh, hey, James and Mason. This is from uh, Natalie, the official grizzled lawman of the podcast. Love it. I recently discovered uh, that the grizzled law lawman in North Wyoming in the TV show Longmire is played by Australia's own Robert Taylor. He's absolutely amazing in that show. It's a modern setting, but he plays an old school Western character. I would love to check him out in his natural accent, but most of his work is on Australian TV and I know you guys say it's mostly awful. Could you please let me know if uh, any of those are good? All right. Do you know who this guy is? 
No. You know who he was? He was one of Agent Smith's agents in the first Matrix. Oh. You know this guy? I got a picture of him here. Oh, yeah, I recognize you him. You know him? Yep. Cool. Uh-huh. He's been in a lot of stuff. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to read through his IMDb. Okay. And you're going to tell me whether they're good or not. Okay, good. All so right. Australian stuff, presumably. Presum- yeah. Uh, Focus. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Mr. and Mrs. Murder. Oh, the Sean McAuliffe show. Sean one. Is that good? I watched one episode. It was pretty good. Okay. He was in Under um, Underbelly Files. Tell them Lucifer was here. TV movie. Never heard of it. Underbelly quickly went off the rails. Yeah, first one was pretty good. Yeah. And then from there... Uh, Coffin Rock. Never heard of it. City. Look, Hon- I'm looking at it. I've never heard of any of these. <laughs> I saw Rogue. I can't remember who he... Look. Rogue's great. Yeah, I know. Rogue is about a giant alleg- crocodile. Yes, it is. And that's it. That's all yeah. it's about. Yeah. And it's pretty good, It's got man. Michael Vartan in it from Alias. Sure, it does yeah. too. I think he's, yeah. France's own Michael Vartan. <laughs> uh, is it City Homicide? Which I don't know what that is. It was a, a police procedural drama. Great. On like Channel 7. Uh, it had what's his face in it? Who? The great Aussie joke guy. Oh, uh, Shane. Shane Bourne. Shane Bourne. Yeah. yeah. Boone? He was in City Hall on side. Yeah. Um, Nobody in... cares about this. <laughs> no, I know. He was in the Ned Kelly movie, which yeah. isn't great. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in Ballykiss Angel. We've men- okay, we've mentioned on the show Hey Hey It's Saturday, which is the incredibly <laughs> bizarre primetime <laughs> variety, ch- variety chat hour that had puppets and a weird head on a stick <laughs> and a cartoonist. And a guy that just said off-color comments, like like over the PA or whatever. Yes. Anyway, Shane Bourne was on that show, and he, every week he told the great Aussie joke. Yes. Which was a different joke, which presumably now we'd look back and be like, oh, that's a bit racist. <laughs> and anyway, he was also on a show called City Homicide, which is a police procedural show that also had this guy we're talking about. Anyway. Great. We've uh, made the link. St- we've, we've Kevin Bacon this. <laughs> we have stingers. Oh, yeah. Good guys, bad guys. Oh, yeah. The Thornbirds. So he was in a lot of Australian police procedurals. Yes. I bet he was in Blue Healers. Let me check. Yeah, he was. Awesome. Good, good. Okay. We've all been in... In a way, we've all been on Blue Healers. In a way, we have. Yeah. Okay. Um, Hey, last letter. Hey, James and Mason. Huge fan of the show. He was Agent Jones. Yeah, he was. I think he would have been Agent Brown. No. There you go. He's not in the other Matrix movies. I think he's killed... Oh, no, they upgrade the agents in between Yeah, but they're just generic guys. Yeah, they are, yeah. I, I listen every Monday without fail. I listen every Monday without fail, sorry. I was just wondering what you both think is the greatest use of animatronics in film. I personally think uh, John Carpenter's The Thing is by far the best, uh, and that would be because it's my favourite film of all time. Call me biased. Who cares? Let me know what you think. Also, uh, can I be the official Scottish haggis of the podcast? Love, Bri Bri. We might actually already have an official haggis, but not a <laughs> Scottish, Scottish haggis. haggis yeah. So Good to specify. Yeah. Um, any, the thing obviously stands out. Oh, absolutely. There's that movie that they did, the people who did all the animatronics in the thing and then they started, they did a lot of them for the thing remake, uh-huh. but then they put CGI over most of them uh. and ruined it. But, um, they made a movie with Lance Hendrickson. It's like, it's a horror movie set on a ship. Okay. It's called The Signal, I want to okay, say. Okay. Yeah. And it's just all practical effects. Yep. And I think it was like a VOD kind of thing. Uh-huh. Well, accounts, it's like, it's a good yep. kind of. Throwback to the yeah. Thing Look, like I th- like I kind of think that animatronics peaked, maybe in the nineties. What about you, bloody um, your Hellboy? Oh yeah, mm. good good animatronics in that. Yeah, Aliens, fantastic. Sure, bit of animatronics. Um, what else? The thing is, the thing is excellent in terms of just sort of sheer creativity. Absolutely, and it just. Is. Dogs' heads splitting open. Dogs' heads and... splitting. People's heads falling off and then growing tentacle legs. Yes, yeah. like. Guys' chests opening up and biting your arms off. off. Yeah, oh, so man, good. It's such a good movie. Mm. I liked an episode of the thing, and also the sequel. 
I think it's not without merit. Thing-a-ding-ding. Thing-a-ding-ding. He's the second thing. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The Hellboy definitely, for me, stands out. Mm-hmm. I feel like Jumanji probably had a lot of that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jurassic Park? Yeah. Great right animatronics yeah. in... Um, mm-hmm. In all the old all, all damn movies. Oh yeah, I don't know. That, that, that'll, that'll about do it. Yoda, obviously, I guess that's an animatronic. Sure, yeah, I guess. yeah. Uh, well, there's a difference, isn't, isn't there, between puppeteering and animatronics? American Werewolf in London. <laughs> there's a good one. Like that is a bad movie. Yes, but the last ten minutes is hilarious. <laughs> but the actual, like the transformation, yeah. is like sickening and kind of that is some good animatronics. Yeah, there. I completely agree. Like it's it's not like because now if you got a werewolf in a movie. The werewolf movie with um, Benicio del Toro. Yeah, to see giant. Yeah, but I think American Werewolf in London, like you see, like bones break, yeah. and kind of snouts tear that's out it. of faces and stuff that's like it. that. Like that's that's a solid one. What about Evil Ed's werewolf transformation in Fright Night? I can't remember, but I bet it's real good. <laughs> I agree with you. Yeah, oh, we should do an episode on that actually. Yeah. Practical effects uh-huh. at some point, but yeah. Any more off the top of your head? Terminator Two. Yeah, it's a good one. Isn't it? good practical. Yeah, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. All right, that's the show for this week. We did it. Yep. What do you want to do next week? Take a week off. No, nah, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Do another episode on something. We do for a week off. <laughs> we, we should do, do we, that. No, it's usually Christmas, right? We take uh, a week off. Fine, we'll wait till Christmas. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, our weekly planet pod at Gmail. And Twitter and Facebook. Facebook I'm yep. at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter. I'm at Mr. Sunday Movies. Patreon.com slash Mr. Sunday Movies. If you want to chip in a few bucks. Chip, chip in a buck like we say every week. We don't say it every week. Like, like we, we have on, said. Like we say on the page, yep. if you want to donate any kind of money, just donate what you wouldn't notice if it fell out of your pocket. Or if somebody That's, stole from you. Yeah. Like us. Like us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, uh, weeklyplanetpod.bandcamp.com. Audio we have audio commentaries. I really like the Star Wars one. Let's we try and do Empire this week. Okay. I'm not saying we will. Let's try and do it, though. I have a couple of days off where we can do it. All right, okay. Yeah, nice. We'll figure it out. Yeah, nice. Great. Now we've said it. Now so we've we're said committed. it. We might do it. Yeah. <laughs> like all the other times we say we do stuff. That's it. Thank you to the Brute and the Basilisk for the theme songs. Some of the best. Yeah. Yeah. And we didn't do a lettuce theme. I forgot. Oh, we shit, we didn't. That's all right. doesn't matter. We'll next, do it next, next week. Next week. Yeah. And a lettuce theme. Yeah. Freestyle? Yes. Or unless you want to pitch a movie idea or a comic idea or... Book idea. Because the uh, what we'd have to do is I'd have to because the premise for anybody who hasn't listened to this before the premise is that every week James refuses to edit in a letters theme. Correct. So I ask the listeners to re- make their own letters theme, put it on YouTube, tweet it at me. Yes. Which they have done this week, but we forgot to do it. I'm sorry. So the only way we can in fact put it back in this episode is if we did it after the fact and then you edited in that whole segment, which would be more work. <laughs> That's right, exactly. Which would break the whole premise of the bit. <laughs> Correct. So we can't do it this week, but That's we'll do right. it next week. We'll do it next Sorry, because letters and what we read and kind of blended together They today. did, didn't they? Yeah. So that's, yeah. My, that's on me. Uh-huh. Great. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. Bye. Grab that jam, everybody. Hey, I'm saying my catchphrase. That's my catchphrase that I do. You've already got a catchphrase. No, so this I get, is my when catchphrase. I guest on other shows, I don't think so. when I guest on other shows, <laughs> that's what I say. You need another catchphrase. This is not. You're not guesting. You're a member of this show. No. So this is my how, catchphrase. How dare you? You need another catchphrase. <laughs> Disagree. Wow, brutal. <laughs> Bye guys. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. 
code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.